Ewan McGregor tops the list on that. His American accent is really goofy. I have no ear for deciphering a bad American have I accent. Heard it? He did it in Black Hawk Down. He was like, "Would you like a cup of Joe?" <laughs> do, you remember, do you remember that? everybody. Welcome to Storage Room Movie Boom. I'm Eden. And I'm Sam. And this is the podcast where two adult siblings and a guest talk about the Lord of the Rings in their parents' basement. Yes. Finally. We so, are at the end of things. Finally at the end. So today we are wrapping up our latest spinoff series on the Lord of the Rings with the Return of the King. Speaking of Return of the King, we have our guest returning, Mr. Kwame Grimes. Oh, that's the greatest intro ever. God, great oh, segue, Sam. My Good nipples job. are so hard. That was awesome. <laughs> so you're taking my job <laughs> as hey, the host you know, of this show. Take I, the ball and run with it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so Kwame, welcome. Hi. Hi. Guys, uh, so before we get into the Return of the King, yes. in case... Anybody doesn't remember any of these listeners. Um, when we do a spinoff series, instead of pitching movies, because we know what movie we're going to watch the subsequent week, we will pitch episodes of television that we will watch in addendum to the movie. I do recall that you mm -hmm. cheated because we normally keep it to 22 minute episodes and you did a 45 minute episode. I did. I, and I apologize, guys. It's that fine. Was... I don't care. I watched it this morning. I pitched three episodes of television. And I definitely cheated. They were supposed to be 22 minutes and they were not. Uh, those episodes were um, from The Simpsons, who shot Mr. Burns Part One, from Star Trek Next Gen, The Best of Both Worlds, and from Buffy, The Gift. The theme was to be continued. We ended up watching Buffy, The Gift. But this was not uh, to be continued. This was definitely an end. I'm curious what made you do that. Because... I wanted to put it in there. Okay. Well, then, then hey, sometimes <laughs> that's really all wasn't. you need. Well, you're totally right. Like, I, I mean, there are a million episodes of things that are like to be continued, but mm. I was like, ah, I mean, it does kind of continue. We'll talk about it when we talk about the episode, but this was, could have been a series finale. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, sometimes the pitch is because I wanted it to be that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So this is what we're going to do, guys. <laughs> the pitch is because I fucking said so. Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk about Buffy, this episode of Buffy, for five minutes. I'm going to set a timer, and then we're going to get into The Return of the King. All right, guys. Are you guys ready to talk about Buffy the Gift? Sure. Yes. And go. You guys ever notice how wide and clean the back alleys of Sunnydale are? Always. They are massive and very well lit and very tidy. Oh, yeah. I mean, if there's anything very laying in that alley, it's just scene. like one crate. Yes. Yeah. Or like one pallet. Yes. That's it. Yeah. And that pallet's about to get smashed. Mm -hmm. For sure. Exactly. So this is episode 22, the last episode of season five, which mm -hmm. would have been the last episode, I believe, on the WB before it went to the CW, It right? was. That was mm -hmm. the end, and then UPN yes. saved it, that was quote it. unquote, because season six is the worst thing ever. <laughs> I don't think I've ever actually seen it. It's trash. Well, there the, you go. The best part of it is, is that Mumbles, you know, Tara, she gets killed and it's really funny. Okay. Mumbles. She is the wow. worst fucking character. Next to Dawn, the two worst characters. Yeah. Oh. Oh, you got thoughts not, about not Dawn? A, not no. a fan of Harriet the Spy, huh? No. Not a, she's, okay, so this character, Dawn, in the episode, guys, there's a lot, like we said, this would have been a, a series finale. So there's a lot building up to it. But essentially, Buffy has a made up sister that really appeared in, I believe, season four. Mm -hmm. Like no. the last. Really? 
it was the start of season five they okay. throw her in. Yeah, but okay. I remember how they revealed her was at the very last scene. All of a sudden she walks into her room and Dawn shows up and she's like, I want to borrow something. And then they go, Mom, because it was before the body. It was before their mom died. Oh, yeah. So I don't, I don't remember what season that was. But oh, you're probably right. Essentially, some made up like monks or something like yep. that created... They wanted to protect the key, which is the interdimensional key. And mm-hmm. so they created her in human form and utilized some of Buffy's blood. She's yes. a living plot device. Exactly. Well done. She's the fucking worst. <laughs> She's the worst character. Tara is so terrible. I feel yeah. bad for that actress. Terrible. Yeah. Oh. Sam. Thank you. Sam. I'm here all week. <laughs> I love that um, Willow has a girlfriend. I think that's awesome. But I was actually thinking about the episode, too, when Tara gets shot. And I was like... I mean, I definitely cried, but it was more because Willow was doing a great job acting. And I was like, get rid of that girlfriend, yeah. dude. Yeah. <laughs> the worst. So what happens in this episode is... Not Catherine Heigl is trying to take over the world. I know. Glory. The worst name for a bad guy. Yeah. She's also a terrible actress, but you're right. Not yeah. Catherine Heigl yeah. to they a T. really wanted Catherine Heigl, I guess. <laughs> yeah. But they're like, oh, wait, she's in Roswell. We can't use her. Oh, was she in Roswell? Yes, she was. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Glory... Dumb bad guy wants to open a hole between two (laughs) dimensions (laughs) using the key, which is Dawn. And so there's like a bloodletting process or Mm -hmm. whatever. And, you know, they're trying to figure out a way to do it. And basically the whole team is like, you know, she's not a real human. Like she's not really your sister. Let's just, you know, kill her or whatever. And then not let them use the blood or Mm -hmm. something like that. Or if they do it, then like, no big deal because she's not a real human. And Buffy's mm-hmm. like, I will slap all of you in the fucking face if right. you kill my sister. <laughs> and I'm like, God damn, Buffy. What would be fucking stubborn in this? Yeah. Uh, so anyway, as expected, Buffy sacrifices herself because it was her blood that could also be utilized to close the portal. She found the loophole. She yep. did find a loophole. But doinkle. Because uh, her gift is was, in fact, death. There you go. There you go. <laughs> And uh, her headstone reads, Buffy Summers, 1981 to 2001, beloved sister, devoted friend. She saved the world a lot. Mm-hmm. I liked it. Yeah. It was so, fine. The show should have ended there. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't watch season six or seven. I didn't watch them at the time. It's just years later watching mm-hmm. it on streaming. And season six is just atrocious. It's so bad. I remember. So Kwame, as you mentioned before we started recording about how bad the like <laughs> this looks like it looks so 90s. It does. I was thinking about how it even got worse when it went to UPN. Really? Yeah. yeah. Like this is like little kids after effects, you know, yeah. look better than what that show was. It just yeah, it looked wow. real bad. But yeah. highlights of the episode for me, got to say, still love Allison Hannigan. She's fucking great. Yeah, she's good. Yeah, yeah. I enjoy her a good deal. Uh, and Giles is the best. I always liked that he had a bit more of a darker undertone to his yeah. character. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was cool. Because he did that whole, like, Satan worshiping thing yeah. when he was. Exactly. Like, yeah, Back yeah, in his yeah. glory days. He's like, I'll be a dark wizard. Sure. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> he's like Voldemort Schmaldivort, whatever. <laughs> I'll show that son of a bitch. Yeah. Um. They had to give Buffy a Thor moment, what with the hammer. Yeah, right. I'm surprised she didn't throw it. Well, you know what? Mm-hmm. When they were fighting in the little like scaffolding, mm-hmm. and, and I didn't realize that it was caught in the uh, chains, I thought she was literally trying to summon it back when she <laughs> lost it. I was like, oh, oh you guys are going You're too like, no much. way. No way, much. guys. <laughs> we didn't too much we didn't into that. dare you. <laughs> way too much. Well. Uh, was that five minutes? Are we, we done? We are at seven, six. Oh, I th- Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Okay. All right. And there you go. Uh, she's the, hot. That was an episode. Yep. Agreed. And she's, although she's wearing a weird sweater. Yeah. And that's our time, everybody.
All right. Wow. That was the uh, most well-paced opening discussion for uh, an episode like that uh, out of all of ours. I think so. All right, guys. Let's get to the fact sheet on this. Okay. Let's. The Lord of the Rings, The Return of the King was released December 1st, 2003. The theatrical runtime is two hours and 59 minutes, but we unfortunately watched three hours and 55 minutes. Yeah, we did. Young lady. (sighs) We're going to get into this, guys. (laughs) This took a whole week for me to watch this. <laughs> two sessions for me. I watched on Blu-ray, so it's split in that, right. so it's split into two parts. Mm-hmm. So I did one last week, and then one a couple days ago. Where mm. does it split? And to bring up the wolf's head, the wolf's head shows up, oh, and okay. then it cuts. Okay, mm-hmm. that makes sense. Uh, directed by Peter Jackson once again. Written by Fran Walsh, Philippa Boyens, Stephen Sinclair, and Peter Jackson. The DP again was Andrew Lesney. Producer Peter Jackson, Barry Osborne, and Fran Walsh. The synopsis from IMDb. Gandalf and Aragorn lead the world of men against Sauron's army to draw his gaze from Frodo and Sam as they approach Mount Doom with the One Ring. I think Gandalf's getting too much credit. Very much so. That's definitely not what happens. I know, Gandalf was like leading <laughs> the was charge there. in Gondor. I mean, That's like saying Merry and Pippin lead the charge against the Black Gate. <laughs> Just because yeah. they were there. Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. That's also, it's a weird description because... That's kind of a plot device that just happens, like yes. or a plot point that happens later. I don't. I wouldn't call that the whole synopsis no. of the movie. No. Yeah. Not good. IMDb. But the review is on our favorite website. <laughs> our favorite website. Favorite website. <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> the film has an approval rating of ninety three percent, based on two hundred and seventy five reviews. It's not bad. With an audience score of eighty six. That's robbery. And on Metacritic, do y'all want to take a guess what Metacritic gave it? 73. 77. 94. Really? Good. Metacritic loved this movie. Good for them. But then they shat on everything else? I know. Yeah. Yeah. I know. This is really like if we were creating a uh, a graph of all of the movies that we've watched and the Metacritic scores for that, Mm. it would be, this is skewing the whole thing because most of the ones that we've done have been between like 50 and 60, right? Mm. Yeah, most of them. Kind of around there. Yeah, so Metacritic loved this movie. The cast, um, I don't know that I want to go through everybody. The Just only- introduce John Noble. He's the only notable new character. John Noble oh, yeah, as true, Denethor, true, true. the steward of Gondor. Who but everyone is- else we were introduced to previously. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only other people on the list... No, no, I didn't read this. Um, so Martin Sockus as Celeborn the Wise. Celeborn, he yes. was in the first one. He was in Fellowship. Mm-hmm. Who dat? He's Galadriel's husband. Yeah. Oh, he doesn't talk. <laughs> He yes, does he have does. some dialogue in the first place. Yeah. When they were first walking into the forest, he was the narrating voice. Where oh. is Gandalf? Yes. For I would very much like to speak with him. <laughs> <laughs> he is, what is it? He is afar and I can no longer see him or something like that? It's something like that. Oh, yeah. I always thought that was just Kate talking. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Tell me, where Their is Gandalf? Their are very similar. Okay, Lawrence. Uh, of Arabia. Mako. Macor M A K O A R E Macori Macori <laughs> The Witch King The Witch King of Angmar And then Bruce Spence as the Mouth of Sauron That's the uh, that's lips uh, Yeah <laughs> Excuse me I I, I Sorry, gave him children. a nickname his nickname is Lips who? He's the negotiator there by the black gate he comes out with the mouth <gasps> Yeah the- oh, yeah I call him Lips <laughs> Lipless, really. No, that he's got I, lips. They're just the most animated part about I him. I cannot wait to talk about that weird ass fucking. T- that was added, right? That was not that in was theatrical. Added, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, because it was like, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. Oh, it's everyone's favorite guy, lips. Oh. 
So, uh, <laughs> what a horrible nickname! I know. <laughs> Lips. His um, boyfriend doesn't mind. His hey. Hey. Uh, miscellany. She's here. So the last spoken line of the movie, "Well, I'm back," is also the last line of the book. Yep, mm-hmm. that's true. I, I very Excellent. much appreciated that that's when great. I watched it back in the day. Um, the Lord of the Rings trilogy has become the most nominated film franchise in Academy Award history with 30 nominations, surpassing The Godfather and that had 29 and Star Wars, which had 21. Well deserved. It's yeah. the best movie trilogy of all time. Yeah, because it won Ooh. Best Picture this year. Yeah. They waited it, and it, gave it to exactly. Return of the King. Return yeah. of the King basically got the all around everything that they would have given to the other movies. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's kind of like a, a not a makeup year because they did win in previous mm-hmm. years. And this was a very good movie, but yeah, they just waited to give everything sure. to this yeah. one. Yeah. It's like the Otherwise it would have dominated like Oscar, all three basically. years of these Oscars. Mm-hmm. Which is not a bad thing. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean it's I mean it's hard to remember because it was twenty years ago, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> that that this was like so significant in the Zeitgeist. I mean, and it was an incredible undertaking for not only one film, but a series of films. And like uh, special effects wise, it was really groundbreaking Mm -hmm. and just the the scale of it. Like how many stories do you guys remember where it was like the whole crew lived in New Zealand for a year? They lived. I thought it was like a year and a half or something like that. It was a long time. Right. And like to be fair, most of Jackson's crew is from New Zealand. That's why he. Yeah, but the cast is. That's true. The cast isn't. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was just it was a huge movie. So you're right. If they hadn't given them awards for the two previous movies, they certainly, I think, deserved it for this. Yeah. So even if it had to make up for those. movies, Exactly. Um, fans of this movie often speculate why the characters didn't just fly on the giant eagles into Mordor and drop the one ring into Mount Doom. This is not, in fact, a plot hole. It was explained in the book. The filmmakers didn't think there would have been a need to because they felt it was obvious why. They didn't do this. The Eye of Sauron would have been a major obstacle. Also, so it's explained that the eagles are very proud creatures and did not take sides during the War of the Ring until the end, so they would not have assisted anyway. Right. They just said, that's your problem. Get the fuck out of here, humans. Now change a that newspaper in my birdcage. To me, like, kind of, well, like, I get that they're like, the Eye of Sauron still would have been a major obstacle. Like, I think saying that enough. Otherwise, they would have like, looked at him and be like, what the fuck are they doing? Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, something would have happened. It wouldn't, like, have been so easy as I think fans would have explained it away. That's actually it's kind of interesting that you mentioned it now is because that was also the same plot twist that they gave or justification as to why they didn't use the eagles that weren't used uh, or abused, if you will, in mm-hmm. Hobbit. Oh, well, that's it's, a whole different bag of worms. But yeah, yeah I know is, what you mean. But it was because Did the eagles show up in the Hobbit at all. The end of the first movie. Yeah. But oh, okay, I don't know. Him. See, that's one where I need to read the book. I've never read the Hobbit. Yeah. It's only like 85 pages. You can do it in like a night. Exactly. Is it really? It's, it's not really a long short. That. Okay. But um, but yeah, that was the whole issue because they didn't want to be seen as shooting sides. Got it, got it. So they're Switzerland. Also, yeah. in mm-hmm. the early two thousands, people didn't fucking dissect and ruin every movie <laughs> that is very all true. the time on social media. That is very true. But if you would like to subscribe, rate, and review to podcast <laughs> where we actually do that, <laughs> there's a difference between criticism <laughs> <You> and <okay? laughs> and now. Uh, where yeah, there we go, uh, we we have caused our king here to need- spill drink out of his yeah, mouth. Yeah, are you okay? Do you need? <laughs> According to a magazine article, Peter Jackson hated the Army of the Dead, thinking it was too unbelievable. He kept it in the script because he did not wish to disappoint diehard fans of the book. I don't remember the Army of the Dead at all from the books. Maybe I just forgot about it. I remember talks about. Um, 
Aragorn going into the mountains and yada, yada, yada. But I don't, yeah, I don't remember there actually being an army of the dead. Right. I mean, I, I guess there was. The mountain men, but I don't remember any type of illusion that it was the mountain, the, you know, the army of the dead well, type I mean, situation. I haven't read the books, obviously, but that makes it that makes me believe that it was probably a footnote. It was something that was like briefly mentioned. Right. But they do a lot of the heavy lifting oh, in this yeah. battle. So, yeah, I, I, yeah. I could see why people are kind of like and Peter Jackson's like, I don't know, I guess. Well, they do and they don't. They're they're they turn the tide, but they're also kind of clean up duty. It's it's very much so. visually. You know. Yeah, it looks like they do a lot of the work. Yeah, that's true. It's, it's a blanket like, of Slimers that well, just like, like yeah, once they arrive, <laughs> it's kind of like then everything is automatically obsolete. You know, right. any type of momentum is had is true. Actually yeah. negated. So, yeah. So unpleasant was Peter Jackson's experience in dealing with Harvey Weinstein and Bob Weinstein when the film was being developed at Miramax that their shared credit at the end of this film appears over a pencil sketch of a man fighting off two oversized trolls. Nice. Great, right? That's epic. Very yeah. apropos. He was like, fuck you. That's epic. Um, okay. And then Brett McKenzie is in this movie from The Flight of the Concords. Mm. That's our other thing. I did find this Easter egg. You guys can maybe answer this because it has to do with the DVD. Okay. So okay. here we go. On the extended edition DVD, disc one, as per the first two movies, go to the scene selection menu to the last page. Press down until a ring icon appears next to the, quote, new scene phase. Up comes a satellite interview with Elijah Wood given by Dominic Moynihan using a German accent. Do the same thing on disc two to uncover an MTV skit featuring Ben Stiller and Vince Vaughn pitching the Lord of the Rings sequels to Peter Jackson. Okay, so I'm going to have to check that out. I've never heard that before. Oh, good. I, I, and no. I'm wondering if that is just DVD or if that was also Blu-ray, Blu-ray. 4K, etc. Well, yeah. Kama, you said you have all of them, right? Well, no, I, I sold my DVD in order <gasps> to get the Blu-ray. That's get the what Blu-ray, I did. And then, yeah. So wait, I don't yeah. have, you know, and I'll probably buy well, the 4K. Well, try it also. on your Blu-rays. <laughs> yeah. See if the, I'd be interested to know if that. You and me both. That works. Okay, we'll have an addendum. We'll have a follow-up next okay. week. We'll see if all that right. actually works. Uh, that was all the miscellany. Finding the Easter eggs in the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> oh, my God. Our exclusive <laughs> Patreon-exclusive episode. Patreon Easter eggs in Lord of the Rings there physical media. You go. <laughs> um, well, that was the miscellany. Thank you, miscellany. Goodbye. Uh, guys, wrapping up this trilogy. Yes, mm. we are. Let's talk about our history with this movie. Kwame, would you like to go first? Sure. Okay. Um, this is my second favorite movie. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, in, in the trilogy anyway. Um, I I guess I read the first two books uh, in school out of obligation. Um, this one I kind of read because I was kind of, uh, I was already into it. So I was already yeah. deeply committed to it. So um, I wanted to watch this mm-hmm. before watching, the, or read this, read the movie, before, read the book before watching the movie. Got so it. that's mm-hmm. where I'm at. Who did you, did you see? You saw this in the theater, obviously. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he yeah. was with me and my wife and several other people for a midnight show. Oh, fun! <laughs> did midnight we go showings. to Mala, Georgia for that one? Am I making yes. that up? Yes, we did. We went Why? Did you see it on IMAX I think we or did. something? Uh-huh. Because, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we did. Wow, that's a big-ass screen. Yeah. Oh, it's loud as hell. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> that would be overwhelming because actually one thing that I... I don't know why I only noticed it in this movie versus the other two, but there are a lot of close-ups in this movie. There's yeah. shitload of close-ups in this mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. So that means there's a lot of big ass faces if you guys saw yeah. this on IMAX. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And not just of the ring. Yeah. Of like, yeah, no, just like, like people. Close-up. Almost yeah. every shot of a person was like a two-button close-up. Mm-hmm. Very kind of There's odd. one that's very disconcerting towards the end of the movie. But we'll get there. Okay, Ooh. make sure you're I'm intrigued. Put a pin in that because I don't remember. Oh, you will. Oh, <laughs> Sam, what's your history with this movie? You obviously saw it with Kwame. Obviously, yeah. I saw it with Kwame. <laughs> and I mean, like uh 
as mentioned in previous episodes, I watched the first movie, Fellowship, and immediately wanted to read the trilogy of books. So I read all three of them before Two Towers came out. So this was really just culminating the cinematic journey that I had already, you know, finished reading the books the year or so prior. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I'll adore it. You know, it's we'll we'll get to ranking the the movies yes. later on, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, it's still it's wonderful. I adore it. I am sure that I saw this in the theater. I don't remember when or with whom, so who knows? But uh, definitely saw it in the theater. Um, yeah, it was good. It was a good way to wrap it up. It felt. Um, we'll, we'll get to the end. I have <laughs> issues with the, the end. The end. The end. Plural. Yeah. <laughs> I noted all of them. I was I like, ending tell. number one, ending number two, ending number three. Yeah. It said fade to black. I'm like, dude, just uh, yeah. different transition. Yeah. I think would have solved a lot of these issues. <sighs> anyway. Um, all right. Great. Uh, does anybody have any big ideas about this before we get into the shit? One of my big ideas is friendship is the fucking best, guys. Yeah. I can agree. Uh, one of my so many fav- friendships. I didn't rank any lines in this. I did highlight lines mm-hmm. that I enjoy. Uh, and as I texted you guys, I so I watched this over two nights. Mm-hmm. Took me like a long fucking time to watch this. Thursday, I watched the first half, stopped at two hours and 18 minutes <laughs> because I, I wrote it in my notes. And I was like, I'm going to stop taking notes. Fell asleep, obviously. Woke up for the end. I forgot how it fucking ended. So I was just like bawling. I was like, oh, my <laughs> God. But the line where oh, maybe I'll save it. I'll save it. But there is a line that's about friendship that like really gets me every okay. time. Yeah. One so thing- I cried to Shiloh. Did you guys cry in this movie? No. no. Oh, whatever. No. Well, <laughs> uh, not really. I teared up once or twice, but not like. Not like crying, yeah, crying. Yeah. Yeah. So one thing I noticed about this movie, watching it again, mm-hmm. is that this is probably the least quotable out of all three movies. Yes. It's, yeah. it's not to say anything bad about dialogue or anything yeah. like that. It just does not have those Back, like, we're not going to be doing, mm-hmm. Kwame and I aren't going to be doing what we did last time. Right, right. Where we're quoting every other third word. <laughs> All right, this I'll hold movie, you to that. We'll this movie is just not built that way. No, it's not. No, it's, well, there's a lot of action. There's a yeah. ton of action scenes, so that takes up a lot of it. There's truly, mm-hmm. there's not a ton of dialogue. And also, we're not expositing as much as we were in the first two movies. Very true. true. Um, and we already know who everybody is, so their interactions, I think, are a little more familial. We're not, you know, learning, like, you know, yeah. an interaction between um, Gimli and Legolas that was more interesting in the second movie because they were becoming buddies. Right. Now right. it's already developed in this one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, they don't introduce a whole lot of new characters or dynamics. Mm-hmm. It's really just everyone using their existing relationships to get the job done. Right. Right. I will be uh, asking... Because I definitely noticed some new scenes. Like I said, I think I've probably only seen this once or twice. Um, I definitely noted some new scenes where I was like, what? I have a whole relationship question about <laughs> Faramir and Aowen. Oh, I will get oh, into that. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, let's we're, get... Yeah, we're yeah, talk about that one. We'll definitely talk about that one. Um, but one scene that starts the movie that was in the original cut is the kind of like flashback to Smeagol and Deagle. This is totally unnecessary. There was no need to have this. There was no need to have it. It just gave Andy Serkis... It just gave Andy Serkis an excuse to not have to wear a CGI suit where we could actually see him. Yeah. Uh, But there was was no need. There was no need for it. Now, when they allude to this in the beginning... You know, or excuse me, uh, at the appropriate time later on in the movie. Yes, you know, it provides a little context, but... Mm -hmm. The entirety of that scene, yeah, was completely unnecessary. No. Like it was even then when you see the flashback later on in the movie when it just flashes to him strangling right. Deagle, I think would have been more effective if that was the first time you saw it. That's happen. true. Yeah, yeah, very true. 
Agreed. Because he's only, or Smeagol has only ever talked to himself about, you know, what he's done in the past. We right. haven't seen anything. Right. right. So just having it be in that moment as kind of a flash, I think would have been a bit more impactful than his very exposition heavy, right. you know, right. backstory that yeah. was just unnecessary. Also, sure. Smeagol's voice should not be like that prior to his transformation. That's what I thought too. I was like, he still has oh, the voice. That it should have been, been a little different and then modified into. Exactly. The yeah, it should have been a distortion or a perversion of his normal self, yep. as opposed to just That's being his I regular speaking voice. I mean, it's a real froggy voice, and when you see it come out of Andy Circus's real face, it is yeah, concerning. Doesn't fit. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, it looks weird. <laughs> so, um, unnecessary scene where we see that Smeagol, when his buddy finds the ring, Smeagol is instantly enchanted by the ring, murders his friend mm-hmm. to take the ring. Yep. And then we see a little bit of quick history as to like what happens to his body and his mind and his self mm-hmm. over the next 500 years. And there was some fun practical effects, makeup stuff to show the transformation. Yeah. But yeah. again, that's not necessarily no. needed. It's this, just, it's actually you know. interesting. He looked almost Ferengi. I, the color. Oh. Yeah, with yeah. the uh, eyes. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> yeah, because they look like two satellite dishes. It's yeah. like before the rest of his head grew into his eyes. Yeah. yeah. You know? Um, yeah, we've got a VO by Gollum at the end of that where he says they cursed us. Um, and I wondered who got the job of biting into the raw fish. Yeah, because uh, for, for professionally, that was a uh, definitely a raw fish. Yeah. Uh, at least the meat, the outside, I'm not sure. But right. the meat, yeah, that was definitely raw. Yeah. Oof. Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. It's a close up. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure it was Andy Circus. I'm sure he was like, I'll fucking do it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, for the money that they're paying me, yeah, I'll do it. I mean, <laughs> he, gets, he gets into it. Ugh. Um, so we move away from this unnecessary opening scene to Sam and Frodo and Gollum, and he is leading them to a cave, right? And this is where we discover that, or we, we mentioned that Sam is rationing their, is it Lambus bread? Lambus, L-E-M-B-A-S. Yeah, Lambus bread. Lambus bread. Lambus bread. Lambus bread. Lambus bread. One more time. Lambus bread. There you go. Lambus spread? Spread. Lambus bread goes on the Lambus bread. Hey, there you go. There you go. Uh, so Sam is rationing this because he says for the journey home. Yeah. So this is the first of a couple of mentions of like Sam projecting into the future of like, yeah, we're going to go do this thing and then we're going to go back to Hobbiton. We're going to go home yep. or there will be a journey home. Right. And then later, yeah, maybe yeah. he doesn't think there will be. Um, <clears throat> Sam is like Frodo's beacon of hope type situation yeah. throughout the entire duration or when they go set off to, you know, right. Get yeah, the he's still very much playing the part of the optimist. Yeah. Yeah. And it's man, he does such a fucking good job in this movie. I love Sean Astin. He brings it in everything. <laughs> oh, he does. He definitely does. Yeah. It's just uh, that was another one of my big ideas. Friendship is awesome. And then also Frodo, no fucking way could have done this without without Sam. No, 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 no. way. He would have died back in two times. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> He would have died in fellowship because like and without live as well. Yeah, that's true. So like, I mean, I get whatever. We'll tackle it at the end. Sorry, I didn't mean to jump ahead. Um, So we got our good guys in the woods. Uh, It's really pretty and there's a lot of Spanish moss. And this is where we get the title card for the return of the king. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. Um, They arrive at the destroyed Isengard and Pippin and Mary are high as fuck. They're high. Welcome, my lords, (laughs) to Isengard. Look at you guys like, we're not going to do any clothes. Smoking. Guys. Guys. You painted yourself into a corner on this one. 
I don't want you to stop. I want you to do it. But I just want you to know. The salted pork is particularly nice. Good. <laughs> salted pork. <laughs> so what I want to know, because this is where we've got Gandhi, we've got our three good guys, and they meet Perry, Perry and Mippin. <laughs> Mary and Pippin. Okay. So they go up and they talk to Saruman in the theatrical release. This you don't scene is not it. there. That's why I thought Christopher Lee had died before that. I was like, because in the theatrical release, they just go, he's up in his tower. And I like, that's it. And I was like, oh, there's a whole murder that happens, guys. <laughs> so should I go on my rant now yes. or should I go on it later? Yes, yes, now. This entire scene, like there is an entire portion of the books that was one of my favorite parts of the books, which is why I get so animated about it. That they remove entirely. It's called the scouring of the Shire. Okay. At the very end of the books, mm-hmm. when you know the the hobbits get back to Hobbiton, it's taken over. It's in a fucking police yeah. state. Oh, Saruman shit. and Wormtongue have taken over the Shire and oh, have enslaved shit. the hobbits. Oh what? So Sam, Frodo, Merry, and Pippin militarize the hobbits and kill Saruman <gasps> and and Wormtongue. Mm-hmm. Part of that exchange has been carried over to this scene where Wormtongue is a domestic abuse victim and he stabs Saruman. That happens in the books. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, it's the, the circumstances are very much different. And I liked that the scouring of the Shire showed how much those four hobbits, our main four, mm-hmm. had changed throughout the course of the adventure yeah. where mm-hmm. they would have been paralyzed with fear. I'm sure right. had this just happened yeah. to them out of the blue. Yeah. Where it's not like, okay, shit's happened. We got to sort it out. Yeah. Let's fucking do this. Yeah. So, yeah. And also just showed that there was no safe haven. You know, the, the Shire sure. really gets off scot-free here. Oh, I yeah. See, when you look at these movies. Yeah. I see why Peter Jackson opted not to do that. Because we need a happy ending, right? We need a, like, pretty shiny, saturated Hobbiton to go back to. I get it. But you're right. That's a far more interesting turn in the story than this scene right here. Mm-hmm. And another thing in terms of pacing and Hobbits, the... You know, everything with, uh, geez, what's her name? Shelob and Frodo getting this big spider. Yeah. Oh, thank you. (laughs) And poisoning Frodo and thinking he's dead. All that happens in the second book. Yep. Oh, really? The second book ends with Sam thinking Frodo's dead. Mm -hmm. Sam's got the ring and like you think it's all gone to shit. That's a great point to end it. What a great cliffhanger. So (laughs) in this or Jackson moved it to the third one because he said, I think it was, I couldn't tell you the exact interview. But basically, oh, the hobbits don't have anything to do in the third book, so we're just going to have them do this here. And I'm sitting there going, did you fucking read the end right. of the book? Yeah. And obviously it's because he cut all that out. Right. Yeah. So once again, I love the movie. I love the trilogy, but I'm part of me is salty that they cut that, you know, the scouring out. Well, so obviously because <laughs> they don't want to leave Sauron's story completely un, you know, just right. open. Uh, that's why they add all this here. So this was all new to me. First time I'd ever seen it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what is going on here? Because then I was like, oh, they're going to have a conversation about something. Um, but the thing that I was happy to see was the stones. What are they called? The seeing the Palantir. stones? Palantir. 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 One more time. Palantir. Those come back. And I was like, yes, because like I mentioned, I think in the first one, 
those are some of the coolest items I think in the world. Mm-hmm. I love yeah. that. And especially when they're like, we don't know who's watching because they're not all found. And I was like, that's pretty badass. Um, so I was glad that those came back for a moment. Um, and I was glad to see that Pippin was entranced by it. Was like, he's doing some really good fucking face acting. Oh, this yeah. whole movie. Yeah. yeah. He's so sympathetic because he's been a fool the past two movies, oh, right? He still is. Yeah, but... I mean, he is, but like. <laughs> but an honest fool here. Yeah. Right. And well done. Samwise. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, what is the gist of this conversation with Saruman? Uh, Gandalf's trying to play you know politician and yeah. he's trying to uh you know appease both sides by mm-hmm. being diplomatic where Sauron's concerned right. but still trying to you know gain some type of justice right um uh, even though gibbets and crows <laughs> gibbets and crows <laughs> but um uh yeah so that's all that's all this is is Gandalf trying to you know be almost a pacifist but yeah. you know kind of be kind of political trying to you know gain some insight on what's going on and with Sauron and um pretty much you know, him relinquishing his powers because he already broke his staff right. and everything of that right, nature. Right, right. So it's just a matter of, you know, telling him what he knows. Right. And then Theoden is with him. Gotta say, guys, Theoden is inconsistent for me this whole movie. Ooh. Yeah, because in this, he like is kind of sympathetic to Warm Tongue. Warm Tongue. tongue. Yeah, Warm tongue. Okay, Warm Tail is in Harry Potter. Got it. Warm <laughs> Tongue. Um, But he is kind of sympathetic. He was like, come here, boy. Come here. Yeah. yeah. Come here. And I was like, wait a second, you fucking hate this guy. Why are you being so nice to him? And then later in the movie, he's like, you know what? Fuck those guys. They didn't help us. And then he's like, you're right. We got to go help him. I'm like, this guy is manic. I agree. Is- there was a weird bit of back and forth. And honestly, it's kind of the same way in the last movie, too. Yes. When Aragorn's like, oh, call for aid. And he's like, well, they're not going to help us. Yeah. God damn it. You son yes. of a bitch. Yep. And then, <laughs> you know, this time. Yeah. It's like he's trying to be the bigger man in an argument that the other side never even knew happened. Right. Yep. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, but what ends up happening is Worm Tongue. Worm Tongue. Worm Tongue. Mm-hmm. Worm Tongue. Worm Tongue. Worm Tongue. One worm more time. Tongue. Worm, worm Tongue. tongue. Hey. Worm Tongue stabs Saruman. And I was like, what? Yeah. Guys, yeah. I had never seen this before. <laughs> I was shocked. And then when he falls down and gets impaled on oh, the yeah, middle. That was, that was yeah. cool. I love that sound effect, too. That I was like, that I was like oh, they're not going to show it because they he's falling. They cut away to see like reaction faces. Yeah. And then you, you, no, you see, see it. it. It's you fucking see it. So, yeah. And then it he his body gets like spun under the water in the, the the filth of Saruman is watching. <laughs> no quotes. No, no, there will be no, not at no, all there will be no quotes in this not episode. Quotable. So, did anyone else think mm-hmm. of the long kiss goodnight when they see that scene? No, no, I did think about the virgin suicides though. I never saw that. Oh. One of the they all kill themselves. Shocker. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 the title is apparently not a misdirection. Yeah. Not a surprise. <laughs> Not misleading at all. But yeah, one of the girls jumps out and like impales herself on the fence outside their house. Oh, choice. No, see, I was thinking there's a scene in Long Kiss Goodnight where they're interrogating Gina Davis by tying her to a... Um, oh. Oh, shit. What do you call it? It's not a windmill. It's the... the it's the water... The water mill or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah, it's a very similar circular apparatus. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. just that going into water always Oh, I was thinking think about I... the impaling. Also, the that movie's thing, awesome. But... You guys should watch it if you haven't seen it. Gina ten Davis, bu- Samuel ten Jackson. Ten bucks said he pitched it this week. One, one, yeah. <laughs> ten bucks said I didn't. Ah, damn. Okay, so... Um, so we think. <laughs> so, or did he? Let's cut away from that. So Saruman is gone. Saruman's dead. So mm-hmm. is Wormtail, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah we got Wormtail. Well, at least Wormtail. we think. Yeah. You don't see him die. You just see him struggling on top of Orthanc Tower. Yeah. So for all we know, he's up there pulling a... Uh, An like arrow. a Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the movie. Yes. Ah. Oh. Ah. 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 
Ah, yeah, so that, that's what he's doing up there on top of Orthanc while yeah. everyone else just leaves. So that was a weird scene for me to see for the first time. I mean, I did, I was shocked by the murder, but I was also like, I felt some nice uh, resolution because in the theatrical cut, you're just like, well, they're like, Saruman's up there. We'll leave him up there and not even talk to him. Right. And it's like, yeah. great. Um, let's cut back to, what is the name of the city in the plains? Well, Rohan Edoras. is the Edoras. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, Edoras is the city. Yes. yes. Okay, got it. So we're back there. Um, hail the victorious, whatever. Hail the victorious dead. Hail. Nope. Down the hatch. No quotes. No quotes. <laughs> uh, Miranda Otto gives Aragorn a drink, and he's like, bitch, I remember the soup she from last time. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, sir, do not drink that. You don't know what's oh, going to happen. that was so roofy. Like, <laughs> even the way she, like, held it and gave she's it, like, offered it to drink him. Drink this. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I made it myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With those uh, big crazy eyes. So it's a big, yeah, exactly. They're celebrating Helm's Deep. So there's a lot of celebration. There's a drinking game that happens between a lot of people, but we've got Legolas and Gimli. They're drinking and doing their thing. We've got the hobbits dancing around. Yep. We have a very knowing glance between Pippin and Gandy because Pippin had picked up the seeing stone. Mm -hmm. The Palantir. 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 One more time. Palantir. <laughs> <laughs> he picks up the Palantir and Gandalf is like, fucking give that to me. Yeah. And Pippin's like, oh, something has been awakened in me. And so there's a knowing glance in this scene. And obviously that comes to fruition a little bit later. It is we the dwarves who go swimming. With, with little hairy women. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's Gimli's pre-drinking game smack talk. Yeah, when oh, he's he like say? already like, you know, He's blitzed already. Yeah. And, it, and before he's drinking his second to last beer, I guess, you know, it is, he goes, it's we, the dwarves, or it is the dwarves who go swimming with little hairy women. <laughs> <laughs> My God. Is this in the book? No. 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 <laughs> no. That's I didn't know if it was like, because you said the, like, the kill count competition is a real thing in the book between them. I yeah. didn't know if the drinking was no, also a real thing. No, okay, no, that... And the, the kill count does not come back in the third book. That is an invention of the movie. Yes. Oh, okay, got it. Mm -hmm. yeah. That was just for Helm's Deep. Got it. Um, so let's cut back to Frodo, Sam, and Gollum. And this is where I laughed, and I remember laughing in the my first viewing of this, um, where you get another conversation between... Um, let's say Smeagol and Gollum, mm -hmm. where he's talking right. to his reflection, right? And it's great. And they're basically like, we're going to lead Frodo and Sam to her. Mm -hmm. Um. But what is the what is the line where he's like, and it wasn't very nice. And he goes, no, it was not nice at all. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Uh, I know what yes. you mean. It makes me laugh every time because it's they're having not a, nice. you know, his two personalities. This, yeah. The Smeagly one is a little more nice. But in this, he's he's on board. He's like, yeah, let's kill him. I'm just like the happier, friendlier exactly. Labrador version of this. And then <laughs> Gollum is like the mean, you know, pit bully type of guy. Yeah. And, okay, so they're talking about how Shelob only gets orcs and birdses and stuff. Yeah. Oh, yes. And uh, Smeagol's like, well, those don't taste very good, do they, Precious? Yes. No, not very nice at, at all. all. <laughs> <laughs> and they don't sound very good. He's just like so bouncy and happy. No, not at all. I was like, this is a great conversation. And I know Sam peeks up on him yep. at the end, mm -hmm. hears him plotting against them. Yeah. But I'm like, what a hilarious scene for Sam to look over and be yeah. like, what is he talking right. about? Um, so he attacks Gollum. Yep. Starts screaming. 
he's gonna he's gonna kill us he's mm-hmm. you know double crossing us whatever I love Gollum runs behind a sapling and goes ah! <laughs> my favorite shot it's hilarious he's screaming for no he's acting up a fucking storm yeah. right the, the he's fight's to, over but yeah. uh, but Gollum is still acting terrified yeah. really one of the the most important features of this movie is Gollum's acting ability mm-hmm. through the first half so he's laying it on thick so yeah. he's really trying to convince Frodo He's really gaslighting him into thinking that Samwise is no no good. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And he's successful in it, honestly, yeah. to a point. Uh, what else do we got? I go, what the fuck, Frodo? Come on. Oh, yeah, because Frodo's uh, yeah, like, we got to take him with us. Yeah. And I was like, fucking why? Yeah. Right. Like He's already I, told you where you're going to go. Just mm-hmm. go get there. Yeah, exactly. I wrote down, Frodo wants a bad boy and can't see that the nice guy would treat him right <laughs> is right in front of him. That's always the case. He huh? wants a bad boy. He sure does. And I'm like, your, your true love is right in front of you, sir. Wow. Come on. Um, so this is, I'm sure, just meant to show that, as we know from the end of the movie, Gollum is very important, but it's also there is a connection mm-hmm. between Frodo and Gollum, both being ring bearers that no one else can fathom. Yeah. Right. It is something unique that draws them together. Mm-hmm. So, yep. there, you know, and we saw this in the last movie as well, yeah. but this yeah. is just another continuation of that sort of exactly. relationship. Uh, we're back at the hall at... Edoras. Thank you. Edoras. 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 One more time. Edoras. Edoras. Uh, Miranda- We're going to murder that joke, oh, by the way. <laughs> we are. Um, I wrote down that Miranda is conveniently sleeping on a well-lit chaise in the center of a room by herself. It is After so weird. After a party weird. with drunken dudes? Yeah. Like, oh, girl. I know. Ports. I was like, bitch, go get yourself up in a tower. Aragorn is teasing the F out of this girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but also he's putting her to bed like a child, and it's fucking gross. Like, he goes up and he like covers her up, and she's like, I had a nightmare. <laughs> and he's like, he's like whatever, it's sweetheart. It's okay, honey. Yeah. And I was like, Ew! Like it was like a weird childlike thing, uh, quite gross. And again, he walks outside. There are no handrails to be seen. Yeah, no. no. <laughs> Once again, guys, yeah. D- does a railing show up later? It sure does. I will make note of it. But he goes outside, and Legolas is staring off oh. into the darkness. Yeah. yeah. And so, guys, if Pippin we can, is Jonesing for his Palantir fix. He yeah. sure is. Yeah, he's been entranced by this stone. But before that, I oh. got to ask a question. Can we talk about Legolas for just a moment? Of course. So I know he's an elf and they are a magical people. Correct. He seems to have kind of endless powers that just appear sporadically and to me kind of inconsistently. He has very convenient for the plot abilities that randomly show up. Because he can detect where Sauron's eye is looking. Is that it? Okay. And then he's like, he can tell when people are watching them when they're going down the river at the end of Fellowship or whatever. He's probably just got that good eyesight he can see because they made the Eye of Sauron a fucking flashlight. (laughs) 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 He's he's like Paul blarting his way through (laughs) Mordor. Uh, that uh, drives me nuts. We'll get to it, I guess. But he but... also does the same thing when they were in Fangon Forest yes. before mm-hmm. um, Gandalf the White appears. Yes, exactly. That's true. He's like, There's somebody so it's like, here. His spider yeah. sense is tingling, guys. It's spider oh, sense. It is, but it's like it's so. I agree. It, it's he's yeah. It's always, like what right. I said, he's you know too convenient. convenient, very yeah. convenient. So that was that was what <laughs> I I took from this scene. Yeah. But um, you're right. So Pippin, the fool of a took, gets mind fucked. He does get Minecraft. <laughs> he gets proper fucked in the so head. So he goes and he grabs the stone. And then Sauron shows up and he's like, who the fuck are you? What the hell's going on? Yeah. I, I don't understand. Like, okay. Yeah. 
He picked up Gandalf's cell phone and hit last <laughs> dial. And the guy's like, who is this? What the hell? What are you doing? Star 69. Yeah, he's star 69, the, the last really, number. Okay, I don't know the grant. I don't know the power of it. Mm-hmm. But I know like when Saruman was speaking, you know, using the plantia, mm-hmm. he had his hand hovering over it. He never right. actually physically touched it. Yes. But I, I don't like how you get such a uh, instant and visceral reaction from touching it. Like it's. I don't think it's the necessary physical contact. I think it was Sauron just pouring so much shit into, into it that okay. it was overloading Pippin. Okay. It's more well, Sauron than the Palantir itself. Is that the same thing to, to uh, Aragorn to, later yeah, on? Yeah, it's because well. he tries to pick him up, but Sauron goes full nut job. So yeah, okay. I'm sure that's a lot to deal with. Yeah, Sauron's already <laughs> screaming on the other end of this. It exactly. doesn't matter who is on the receiver. <laughs> yeah. Um, question How many of these stones are there? They never say. They Several? only. One, two, three. There's three at least that I know of in the book. In the books. There's this one. Uh, there is, of course, the one that Sauron had. Well, this right. is the one that Sauron had, uh-huh. I think. Um, but Sauron must have one because he's yelling at everybody. Yeah, Sauron's got to have one. But then also Denethor has one. That's why he's so fucking nuts. Oh, oh really? Denethor has one because that's how he's gotten all this information. And <gasps> that's why he's also gone crazy. Oh, oh shit! They don't do that in the movie. Not in the movie, that. but in the book, he has a, he's one. Uh, he that's has a plan good. Oh, that's that's oh. good. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. Which is great because they actually I don't mind John Noble's character, and I like his because he's not really shown to be sane at all. Yeah, so exactly. like he, we're already we we know this guy's crazy and like frankly super power hungry, and because he's a man and the, the realm of men is yeah. known for being super power hungry yeah. in this. I didn't mind it, but it would be interesting to see how that kind of developed, knowing that the stone Yeah, you know, kind of aided that insanity. It would have been also I think it also would have helped to add a little bit more validity to the line which um, he gives when, you know, he talks about locking or keeping the ring and locking it deep down yes. into into the vault. Sure. You know, because mm-hmm. obviously he has something that he's already abusing. Right. Oh, that yep. would be nice. Yeah. Oh, that would have been nice. Dang. Peter well, Jackson, what happened, man? What happened, dude? I, yeah. they, they could have shown that. That would have been cool. Yes. You could have just had one scene. Oh. <sighs> Interesting. Very interesting. And if interesting. I recall, it was just a kind of a, not necessarily a last second reveal, but during the uh, attempted pyre burning is when he revealed okay. that he had one. Oh. If I recall Great correctly. Okay. You know. Yeah. Um, so uh, Pippin has grabbed the stone, yeah. got mind fucked. And then so did Aragorn. He got mind fucked, right? And then Gandalf covers it up and he's like, it's okay. Pippin didn't actually reveal anything about Frodo. Mm-hmm. But Sauron knows, like, we're out there, kind of. Yeah, just basically, gosh, I'm trying to think of the best way to describe it. Like, Sauron just yelled at the guy and then hung up the phone without actually finding out any information. Yeah, exactly. But, but, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say, but we also discover a little information about uh, about what Sauron, Sauron was planning. Exactly. <laughs> yes. This is what uh, he was trying to get, Gandalf was trying to get out of Sauron going for like at or right, like what's he's the next like, step? okay what's the next step what's going where's on where's he going right. oh yeah that's right because he's like you're in league with him granted what's... there's all of like three countries and two of them have already been hit yeah, yeah so like so, well, we kind of know what's up you know whatever gandalf which is minas tirith minas tirith is minas, the name of the city yes minas tirith that's the white city yes the white city of minas tirith minas tirith minas tirith yeah minas tirith Minas Tirith. Minas Tirith. Hey, One Eden. more time. Minas Tirith. Hey, Eden, um, how many languages do you speak? Just the one. Okay, just curious. <laughs> <laughs> Not it's, well. It's kind of like a slightly rolled R like in Spanish or something. Yeah. Minas Tirith. Um, 
I've been lisping a lot with these teeth. But uh, this makes Pippin and Gandy head to Minas Tirith. And so he gets on his horse friend. Shadowfax. <laughs> What's his name? Shadowfax. Shadowfax. I'm not doing it again. <laughs> I wasn't was sure. I just didn't remember that that was his name. It was too soon. Uh, but he says, show us the meaning of haste. Yes. Okay. Bam. Oh, but there's also a really sad scene. This is where... Mary Ma- and Pippin break up. Yeah. yeah. Super sad. Um, before they were twins. Oh, yeah. Because so, so Aragorn and Mary are on the top of this like tower thing where there mm-hmm. is a railing, guys. Oh, yeah. he's peering okay. through it. Uh, he's just short. Yeah. Which is... But yeah, yeah. I guess you can see that. Yeah. They, yeah. But his little like cartoony face is like poking out through this thing. <laughs> That's true. You know, it's yeah. very funny. Um, now we cut to the elves who are walking through the woods. Yep. Arwen's going to the, the, you know, the harbor to get the hell out of Dodge when she has a vision of her child, which in the book, they actually have two kids. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, yeah, One she of them sees... was mine, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> so like, she... I don't want to be weird, but is this baby black? <laughs> Super cute. <laughs> so she sees the vision, decides, uh, no, I can still do this. And so she heads back home. Uh, Not before a cameo from Brett from Flight of the Concords. Yes. Oh, yeah. is that who that guy was? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. The We Cannot Delay. Yeah. With his like little round face. Academy Award winning Brett McKenzie. Mm. He won for the song from the Muppet movie. The 2011 wow. Jason Segel one. Am I a man? <laughs> or a Muppet. A Muppet. A Muppet. A Muppet. Yeah. I didn't know he wrote that. Yeah, and he won I, I would assume it was Jason Segel. No, he actually brought him in for this. Yeah, so he won an Academy Award for that. Pretty fucking rad. Um, and then Arwen confronts her dad. And again, there's a VO from Liv. And she says, hey, it's time. We got to forge the sword if there's going to be any hope left. Mm-hmm. And her dad says, fine. Um, so this is where we kind of talked about in previous episodes about the whole fucking nonsense with Liv being attached to the ring. What it is makes it? no yeah, sense. Like, this whole, uh, maybe we don't need to get into it because we've explained that it's nonsensical, but I was so fucking confused again where it's like the life of the Eldar is leaving her and I go, does that just mean she's becoming mortal or is she just straight up dying? It's stupid. It makes no sense. Okay. They're just ratcheting up tension with her character to yeah. give her something to do. Because at first it made it, they made it seem like the trinket that she had that she gave uh, yes. Aragon was, you know, keeping was part of her immortality. Right. But now all of a sudden, the fate of the ring, you know, this yes. is now someone like she's now tied to it. That doesn't really, that doesn't really make sense. Like, also, and maybe this this is done, I'm sure, for narrative pacing and uh, and dramatic effect. And Kwame, correct me if I'm wrong, but I thought when they left the the fellowship left mm-hmm. Rivendell, he had the reforged sword. I thought they forged in the book. Yeah, in the book. Yes. Okay. Okay, so that he happened had in book the sword one. that was broken. Yes. Okay, got it. And uh, Anduriel. Yes. So he had that when they left. I'm not going to do it, but I'll ask you to repeat <laughs> that later. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I wanted to make sure that I wasn't crazy on. <laughs> no. That. No. Yeah. He had it. Okay. All right. Okay, but they do that in this movie. Yeah. They. Yes. They hand. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get there. Got it. Yeah. Uh, we have way more stuff to set up first. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> so Pippin and Gandy get to Gondor. The White City, and I said it's my favorite set piece. Oh, I think it's yes. beautiful. Yes. Architecturally awesome. I don't know if it's uh, white granite or limestone, but limestone. it's beautiful. And I wrote, every citizen of this city has to have the best ass because it is all stairs. Yeah. Yes, it is. All stairs. So yeah. it's like tier one, tier two, whatever. And then I love the big piece that juts out. It's very like yes. mid-century modern kind yep. of. Uh, 
I like the like the two sides, like you know, because as yeah. the, when they were coming up, the sun was coming up over one side, so one side was still dark, yeah, and then one of the levels was still kind of dark, right. and it slowly like crept up as you saw yeah. other all oh, man, gorgeous. And it's one of the things that they're cool. doing here too with these shots of the city is they are very much establishing geography. And if you've yes. listened to any of these episodes, you yeah. know I have a hard on for yeah. cinematic geography. Absolutely, uh, they're showing how this city is laid out, the mm-hmm. relations one level to another, mm-hmm. and they're also showing us a good view of the Pelennor Fields, which are the big planes in front of the city which you will see a contrasting shot later on right Right. now it's just empty yeah right Um, so if you were to stand at the top which is uh essentially the the topmost tier of this is where the the tower of italian yes we all knew that (laughs) (laughs) uh if you were to stand at the edge of that and then look out into the distance, that's where you see the plains. Then you see the city that's along the river, which is Osgiliath. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And then beyond that is where you see into Mordor and you see, see the mountain Doom. ranges that divide Mordor that kind of yes. separated. And then you see, yes, Mount Doom way off in the distance. Yeah. It's cool. And you're yeah. right. Like the geography of this world is really coming together. Yes. In yep. this scene. Um, they walk into the throne room and I don't like the black and white art deco vibe of this. Why I feel not? like, well, I, I love an Art Deco, but I feel like the black and white of it is too uh, modern looking where like the rest of the city is like a rough hewn stone. And I was like, add yeah. a little bit more of that into it. Anyway, I think I thought it was like a really nice contrast because everything that you see mm-hmm. um, is white or stone. You know, yeah. it is bright or or brightened, yes. if you will. Mm-hmm. But this kind of shows like a nice elegance and contrast. Like, it is know, elegant. You You're right. And like, cause everything it's all polished, yes. you know? And I do like that they did bring in darker tones mm-hmm. because then we meet Denethor who, who is a fucking yeah. maniac. Even his chair, if you noticed, uh-huh. his little small throne was black. Yeah, there you go. And I think you're introduced that, yeah, he's, he's a, a bad dude and fucking, he has found out that Boromir has died. Yes. He has the broken horn of Gondor. Right. Yes. There's there's no special name. It's just the horn of Gondor. Fucking <laughs> nerdy. Jeez, oh. you fucking nerd. <laughs> <laughs> um, and stupid Pippin, stupid Pip. It was he, already forewarned before going into this hall to shut up. <laughs> Don't fucking say anything. And what does he do? He says something. I and offer he, you my services, such as it is, you idiot. Such an idiot. Yeah. And, and like Gandalf is like, you fucking. Yeah. <laughs> I do love the relationship in this between Gandalf and Pippin because it kind of like ebbs and wanes throughout this whole Very movie. Well, basically, Pippin's been the object of Gandalf's abuse yes. earlier in these movies. <laughs> yeah, because he keeps fucking up. Yeah, exactly. Not saying that it's undeserved. Yes. I'm just saying that's the only side of their relationship. Right. Their dynamic that you've seen. This one, they grow a bit more as just friends Correct. and compatriots. Right. I get a real like, um, Hound and Arya kind of vibe from their relationship oh. a little bit to this. Not Don't mention it- Game of Thrones here. That shows trash. <laughs> <laughs> Are we flipping tables today? Are we flipping fucking tables today? <laughs> There's fighting words. <laughs> fighting fucking words. It's two on one, Sam. Woof. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll breeze past that comment. Yes. Um for Sam's safety. For Sam, yeah, purely for Sam's safety. Although, you know what? I got a replacement for you right here. <laughs> this podcast. But he doesn't continued. have my rapist wit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Um, so, Den- is it Denethor? Mm-hmm. Okay, yes. sorry. I wrote down Denethor, which is incorrect. Um, 
he's there and anyway that's basically the end of that yeah scene. i mean he's basically oh. telling gandalf that hey i know who you've got with you right and he's not gonna take my place this is my job yeah. i'm the head of gondor you mm-hmm. sack of shit yeah, blah, blah 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 and he starts chewing on the scenery a little bit yeah um, but that's okay it's John Noble. He's some great. real stuff later yeah. and i got a real problem with that scene so question because Answer. in the extended edition of two towers we saw him early mm-hmm. yes do you think that hurt any part of his presentation here? Do you think it made any of it less impactful because we saw the dynamic between no, him I and Boromir and, Den- and uh, Faramir? I liked seeing it in Two Towers. Right. I actually liked that scene. I thought that, again, we mentioned it last time, helped to set up what Boromir's mindset mm-hmm. is. You know, the abuse he's taken from his father. The that's pressure. Where he, yeah, the pressure. Yeah. What You know, the sense of like... Um, you know, nationalist pride, essentially yeah. what his yeah. father embedded in him. So I thought it was good. I thought seeing that and you get a little taste of who Denethor is and now you see him in this and he's clearly just as whack as we remember. Yeah. Him being. OK, yeah. good. I, I I didn't necessarily agree with that. Take. I just wanted to see if you guys thought mm-hmm. that. Yeah. So. No, I liked it. Good talk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good times. Uh, Back Great to photo and s- Fox 97. Yeah. Atlanta's Fox 97. Oh, my God. <laughs> Do you know, oldies now would probably be like the 2000s. God damn! No, it'd be like the 90s. I guess. That oh, was like the gosh. 50s to us. I mean, oldies to... Uh, 90s, yeah. 2000s, yeah. and 2010s, yeah. Because it's always like three decades before. Yeah. God. Fuck. So Fuck what they time. call like the 70s and the 60s? Like Stone Age. <laughs> <laughs> the before times? Yeah. <laughs> there was a time before. Oh my goodness. Um. So we cut back to Frodo, Sam, and Gollum. Frodo doesn't think that he'll be returning. Right. Sam gives him hope and a really hot look is what I said. And like, I thought they were going to make out. And I was like, please make out, please make out. <laughs> <laughs> and they didn't. Um, they, there's an added scene where they're, as they're walking around, they come across the statue. statue. Yeah. Oh, yes. The, uh, the decapitated this. king. Yeah. Yeah, I was fine with like the king. So because they're because he goes, oh, I think we're in Gondor. Yeah, it used mm-hmm. to be part of Gondor yeah. back in the day. Yeah. So they see a statue of a king. The head has been knocked off. What's in replacing the head? It's just uh, some sort of caged boulder. Yeah. It's supposed to just meant to look intimidating. Yeah, it looks like so some, cheesy. It looks like leather and whipsti- uh, whipstick. Leather, <laughs> leather whipstick. and lipstick. Yes. You know, you know, kind of like and a boulder head. That's what it, it was weird looking and kind very. of cheesy. I didn't like that, but I liked seeing the. We didn't need it, but I liked seeing no. the stone head on the ground when he's like, oh, there's hope because yeah. he's got a crown of flowers or whatever. And I was like, yeah, there's hope for man or there's hope for a new king. They yeah, really right. lean on this fucking king say, thing that's a, a lot. That's well, exactly what I put. <laughs> I mean, the movie is called Return of the it King. It is, but that's they're hitting that note. No, I agree. A lot. <laughs> you're, you're absolutely right. Maybe we should ding every time they mention the consequ- king. Or yeah. not without reason. Ding right say. now. Not me, but. Okay. Um, yeah, I didn't even take notes on that scene. I was just like, okay, yeah, so let's move on. I guess after that was um, Pippin's looking at his armor. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I go, well, we're back in Gotham. <laughs> <laughs> that you no were awake when watching this. <laughs> and I go, finally a railing. <laughs> so like, they, so Gandalf and Pip. The are- kid is back on the escalator <laughs> again. <laughs> <laughs> so gosh they're uh out on a balcony and they're mm-hmm. having a um a, a lovely scene right yeah gandalf's this... choking because he's uh apparently a lightweight with his with yeah. his weed that's why it's puff puff then pass not puff <laughs> puff <laughs> stare off in the distance puff, puff some more <laughs> greedy 
<laughs> but yeah, Pippin's sitting there looking at his newly appointed, you know, his, his uniform for the Tower Guard, and he's like, well, they're not expecting me to use this shit, yeah. right? I, I just volunteered to work weekends and, you know, help move sandbags during natural disasters. Yeah. And, he's like, and he's like, no, you're going to have to fucking fight, you yeah. little bitch. Yeah, and you it's signed getting, up for this. It's getting ready to happen, because you see that all that over there? Yeah. That shit's getting ready to go down. That's right. There was railing there on the balcony. There wasn't railing there. That's right. Yeah, because and little then, Pip is like, mm. yeah. yeah. He's resting his chin on it. Lightly. He sure is. Um, they introduced the Witch King of Angmar. Yeah. So we've seen him. Yes, we have. Because he says in this scene, he goes, you would know him. You saw him on Weathertop. Yep. He stabbed Frodo. Yep. Strongest of the nine. How yes. come he didn't have that crown in that scene? It, that was just him doing the shit. Like, this is big, hardcore, I got to intimidate battle shit. Yeah, I know. But if he's the king of these nine bad dudes. Well, see, I think it's more of like, you know, uh, he's suiting up for war. Everyone exactly. has their okay. captain of their army. Sure. And so at the time, he was just, you know, doing his. He's in his, his nine to five. Yeah. Cloak. That's yeah. his regular walking around cloak. Yeah, now he's suiting Casually up Casually for... looking for the ring cloak. And they were also trying to be secretive on. and sneaky before in Fellowship, whereas That's this, true. they're trying to make an entrance. Yeah. Okay, got it. That makes more sense. The Lord of the Nazgul, no man can kill him again, mm-hmm. because we've all seen this. They hit the no man... Yeah. yeah, which and honestly, that's not a weird turn of phrase. Like no. it really wouldn't sound like it. And I, all... you wouldn't think there's a technicality there. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> yeah, really. Most of us probably I can't wait to talk about those things. Um, most of us probably in watching this, or at least like you guys have read the books, but like in turning that phrase, no man can kill him. Mm-hmm. Like it probably wouldn't have dinged anything. It doesn't sound yeah. suspicious or right. like you're like, oh, what does that mean? Yeah. It, it, but they do hit that a couple of times leading up to the yeah. scene that but there's def- no asterisk by it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, and now we're in the dead city. Kirith Ungol. Mm-hmm. Minas Morgul. Yes. This is where they start to climb oh, the stairs. Yes. Frodo, Sam, and Gollum. Okay, yes. a l- couple of things. A, this secret stair does not seem very secret. Dude, who built these stairs? Secondly, they should call it a ladder. That shit is yeah. straight up. vertical, yeah. Straight up. Yeah. So this is where, so when they get to the dead city, it's cool looking uh, Emerald City kind of hazy yeah. thing. And it's like dark and yep. like balmy. And gargoyles, evil gargoyles out front. I know, yep. Oh shit, I had a present for you and I forgot it. Fuck. Was it a gargoyle? Yeah, it's a gargoyle uh, Christmas ornament. Nice. <laughs> it's, it's got like a little hat on. Um, spoiler. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks a lot. <laughs> so uh, this is where Gollum is like, we got to go the back way. We can't just go in that way. Right. Let's climb these stairs or a ladder. Mm-hmm. It is straight the fuck up. Yeah. Uh, but Frodo is kind of possessed and there's like. Take a shot. Where's Frodo? Yeah, where's, where's Frodo? Frodo? <laughs> uh, and he kind of starts to wander forward. Sam, of course, tries to pull him back. Gollum tries to pull him back because Gollum is also. Well, self-serving. self-serving. Yeah. yeah. Um, but there's a, you know, a type of a, like a Ghostbusters column of light that shoots up from. Mm. Yes. From Gaunt, not Gondor, excuse me, Mordor. And everybody knows what's up. Yeah. This is basically the uh, the signal flare that says shit's going down. Yeah. Because you're like, we're coming. We've come to it now. The great battle of our time. Remember Gandalf? No in... quotes again. <laughs> the most unquotable movie. Right? <laughs> remember Gandalf and Pippin were talking about uh, being on the edge of a war that yes, he came about. Yeah, so this kind of like all this is like building up. Oh to yeah, because signifying. he was like, as soon as the you know the, the cloud clouds comes to cover. Yeah, the because land. they yeah. mentioned pragmatically that orcs don't like sun. As Sam, you mentioned that in a previous episode. Yep. yep. And he's like, oh, that's why Sauron is like making this storm mm-hmm. that breaches over into Gondor. Uh, we've got the Witch King and his dragon. And then a bunch of troops 
walk out of the Emerald City. <laughs> yep. The yeah, city. exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, no Wizard of Oz shit going on here. Mm-hmm. Oh, we do see Faramir at the River City, which is called... Osgiliath. Thank you, Osgiliath, which we had seen previously... In the last the, movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. got it. Where it looks, I mean, it's in shambles. It's yeah, basically it's, ruined. It's, it's basically a constant war zone. Yeah. Yes. And it's right at the river that is between the mountains and Correct. the capital so city. Help, yeah. me, help me figure this out. Excuse me. On the map, mm-hmm. the river runs through the city. A river runs. Oh. The river runs through it. Brad Pitt. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible movie. Oh, guys don't because, watch it. Brad Pitt and uh, those so, soulless eyes. So Faramir are on one side because remember when they were like he was talking to us, Captain yes. was like, "We'll have fair warning if they come from the north, right?" Which is like that bridge or whatever that they eventually yeah. come through. But uh-huh. then there's also a place by the city. So does it run through? Yeah. So does the city? I mean, does the river run, run through. through it, or is it? it looks like it runs through it. Or in is the it movie. just on one side? Well, are we? I'm sorry. What? What exactly Osgiliath. are we talking about? We're so talking about is the river. on on both it's sides. It's on both of the sides. Yeah, it, it seems the, like it's on it, both sides. Yeah, it cuts but through the middle of the city. They're obviously defending the side, which yeah, is, they're only defending uh, the the western side because right. You know, yeah. they don't have the the resources the to defend side. both sides. <laughs> Gotham City. And this is where we meet um the leader of the yeah. orc army, Brainface, Captain Cancer. Is that what you're calling him? I'll call him Captain Cancer. I just made of it. I called him Pig Gimp. Oh, (laughs) many names this man has. I called him Brainface. The man, the myth, the legend. He got a great voice on on that guy. Yeah. Terrible face. Great voice. Yes. Um, and the orcs start attacking Osgiliath. Exactly. They're they're taking the other side back. What? East versus west. Because what's that? Den- <laughs> because Denith Denethor. Yes. Denethor. Denethor. Yeah. I want to say Denison. That's not right. Denethor. Because Denethor was like, um, oh no, no, sorry. Gandalf had said, we need to warn or at least tell Rohan and like they can come help us. And he's like, fuck them, basically. Pretty much. Yeah. And so because the orcs have now started attacking very close to the capital city, he's like, Pip, you have to redeem yourself for being an idiot this whole time. You got to go up and light the torches mm-hmm. for the um, beacons. Mm-hmm. Yes. One of my favorite sequences. Also, I would like to only communicate by lit torches from now on. <laughs> it is so fucking cool. So he climbs up very quickly, climbs up a tower. Yes. Yeah, it's like it's a, a sheer cliff face. That I, know. I would have just died. Yeah. I know. Yeah. He nonplussed. He's just like, yeah. Spider Man's up his, his way up. Spider Man's up there, lights it on fire, and then you get the cool sequence where you see like many different shots, many different scenes, all sorts of different ge- geographical locations. Yeah. How, how does, uh, quick side note, how yeah. does fire burn? For that, that long. high in the altitude, you know, that high of an altitude. Like, there's yeah, a like, lot of accelerant on it. I don't like, know. My God. Yeah, there's like. <laughs> it is pretty. Also, in- how much has it got to suck to be the one guy sitting on top of a mountain as your job? <laughs> exactly. and just looking at one spot, waiting for a fire yes, to start. Just yeah. waiting. Like, okay. There's no delay nope. either. Nope. It, right. I mean, and obviously, the music swells and it's like yeah. really cool. And then you finally see it arrive at um, the city in Rohan. At Arras. Or you can see it from Eteros. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, The beacons are lit. And then Theoden's just like, and Rohan will answer. 
Yeah, yeah, that's which, what this is. Which I'm I didn't like that. I'm gonna be honest. He was a little. He didn't really seem reluctant for a person who has all this animosity. Yes. For he just he was like, okay, yeah, yeah, just, exactly. No. He was like, no, we're not gonna yeah. help them. Yeah. Oh, they want help. Yeah, we can help yeah. them. Like, yeah. He, like, there's no pause. There's no nothing. That's what I'm saying. Theoden seems very inconsistent in here. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know what's going on with your personality, sir. But there's a quote, and it ends with dot 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 and war. What is that quote? Oh, Theoden says it. Um, or Carl Urban. No, you're, no, you're no, right. You're it's right. Theoden. We ride to something and war. This is later on at the staging site. Oh, okay. Got it. Yeah. Just where they're talking about, you know, where they're, obviously we're jumping ahead a little bit, but they've gathered all the sure? men they yeah. can. Yeah. This oh, is later this, on. Yeah. Because they meet at the staging ground pretty much before they ride at the road. Oh, line. this is and Yeah. War. And that's when they're oh, leaving the staging ground. We head for Minas Tirith and war. Yes. Oh, okay. Got yes. it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Got it, got it, got it, got it. Uh, there's a scene where Mary offers his sword to Theoden. Yep, very much like his, uh, you know, hetero life mate or <laughs> homo, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call their relationship. Uh, yeah, the adult Esquire of Rohan. Yeah, it's it's. Was that a new scene? Uh, no, was that, that was, in the movie? no, that, that was in the movie. That was in the movie. Okay, I just didn't remember it. You will uh, scrub our toilets well, Mary. <laughs> <laughs> so we also get a VO from Theoden. I was like, fucking everybody gets a VO in this movie. It's the narrator is inconsistent. It's whoever Peter Jackson feels like putting on there. So Theoden says some shit, and then basically we do see a scene where he is talking to Carl Urban. Again, I'm surprised every time I see him. And I go, Carl Urban's in this movie, guys. Because <laughs> oh he looks so different with that hair. Yeah. yeah. He is one of those faces where I'm like, you look like a different human than you do with short, dark hair. Yeah. Completely different. I, I just, I don't recognize his face. And I was surprised every time I saw him. But also, correct me if I'm wrong. This is when they're still in. This is where they're leaving Edoras. Mm-hmm. Edoras. And. Theoden's like, you have two days to get your shit together, and then we ride for... Wherever the yes. staging site is. I didn't write down the name of the place. I didn't either. I'm like, had you not been a dick, you would have had all this prepared and not needed those two fucking days. Because guess what? There's a whole lot of Rohan wasting time not being timely to get there and help fucking Gondor. Sure. Well, they don't necessarily know when the shit's going down either. I... They know that it's going to happen, but yeah. they don't know when. Yeah, I know. But still, I'm like, you could have been prepared. I mean, Gandalf fucking true. told you to be prepared. That is true. Yeah, yeah, that is true. Anyway, it's just a. But also, if you're not there to see the beacon, like if they gone to their staging site, how are they going to know when to actually leave? Maybe they pass by the beacons. Well, maybe, maybe, maybe. Me, me, Get me, your head cannon out of here. He just caught him on his cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just a tiny flaming thing in his hand. He's like, exactly. Hello. <laughs> um. So we're back at the River City, which is called Osgiliath. And Brainface says the age of men is over. And the Nazgul are flying all over the place. Gandhi hits him with some light as he rides out toward them. Uh, Faramir oh, solar tell- flare, by the way. Oh, a solar, <laughs> solar flare? Yes. No, he doesn't yeah. put his hands up to his face. Oh, true, 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 yeah. He's, he's, he turns on flashlight mode of his staff. <laughs> yeah, <I guess>. the, <laughs> like, <laughs> a, a repeating, but yeah, he turns on his, uh, he gets to his cell phone. He's like, okay, flashlight, there it is. All right, get, get out of here. Go on. That happens a couple of times, I think, right? Yes, it does. Yes. Uh, and Faramir catches sight of Pippin and he's like, whoa, who's that little dude? Mm. And Gandalf's like, you've seen a shorty like this before. <laughs> and he's like, yeah. Oh, yes, I have. He's like, not two days ago. And I was like, was it only two days ago? Like, yeah. Christ, time is so weird in this world. Um, also, we're going to talk about the 13 months at the end of this. But Ooh. Uh, so basically, that gives them 
Gandalf and Pippin, a little bit of hope. They're like, well, Frodo is out there. Yeah. Yeah. At least he was alive as of two days ago. Mm -hmm. This is great. Um, But back in Mordor. At this point, they're just Frodo and Sam are just climbing the stairs. Yeah. That seems like an eternity as of right now. It's so far up there. Um, But I'm sorry. Yeah. Skip that part because it's not important. But uh, Denisor is pissed at Faramir for giving away the ring. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Great. That was uh, <laughs> concise. Okay. <laughs> I mean, he's just uh, losing his grip on reality. He sees Boromir magically appear behind Faramir oh, yeah, and he right. gets all happy and then realizes that it's Faramir and he just gets, you know, depressed and bitter and he's angry. He's such like a shithead to him. Yeah, he's yeah. Just, uh, just a terrible Bad father. Dad. Bad dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but then back in Mordor, Gollum is trying to commiserate with Frodo and really tries to convince him that Sam is bad. Yeah, he's, you know, he's, he's going to take the fuck it. Out he's going to yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, cut back again to Gondor and Pippin is wearing Faramir's old suit of armor and tunic. <laughs> it was a nice little scene between cute. the two of them. It was. Yeah. Was that new? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I've watched this movie extended so many times. I couldn't tell you what's I, new it versus seems old new to anymore. me. Um, and I said, Denisor is officially making Pip his bitch. <laughs> and well, he's like, sing me a song. Denethor is sitting down to eat. Yep. Faramir is there. He's saying, Hey, you know, you shouldn't have given up our shit so easy. And he's like, dude, there were like 40 bajillion of yeah. them and yeah. half a dozen guys. And he's like, what you, do you need to write out there. Yeah, he's like, he's go sitting... retake it. Your brother would have. What do you think about that? Hmm? Another 300 type of reference type situation. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. So he's sending Faramir to his death. Yeah, essentially, yeah. yeah. He, he's like, I don't give a shit. I know this is a pointless, yeah. like, semi-attack on these orcs. Like, yeah, fucking go do it. Well, he yeah. also admits that uh, I wish you were dead and not my other son. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. So terrible father award yeah. goes to Denethor. And Faramir's like, you know, and if you know, if I do come back, you know, think better of me, father. And he, he's like, that depends, depends on, on what the you manner do. what you come back on. It's like, oh yeah. shit, yeah. dude. That depends fucked. on the manner of your return. Yeah, that's fucked up. Those words are daggers. <laughs> that's fucked up. Damn. <laughs> so this is intercut very quickly. This is actually a really quick cut sequence yeah. in the uh, in the movie. But really quickly, we we jump to Mordor and we see that Gollum is sprinkling crack on Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a little crack. Sprinkle. <laughs> so, again, this is the part where he is trying to show Frodo that Sam is no good because mm-hmm. he's trying to get the ring. This plot element was not in the books to my no. recollection. Mm-hmm. Like the whole faux breakup between Sam and Frodo yeah. did not happen. It just seems like a time waster here, too. I don't it know is, why we're doing that. Yeah. So essentially. But you'll cut out the scouring of the Shire to uh, make room for this shit. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Sam on a soapbox. tension, I suppose. But uh, yeah, so Gollum has thrown away their Lambus bread and blamed it on Sam, saying that Sam ate it all. Right. And I like how Frodo just believes him. Yeah. And I was like, what? Are you kidding me? Like, yeah. I was like, hello, we just had that scene where Sam was like, I'm preserving all this for the six months walk back home. <laughs> right. Like, guys, come on, Frodo. Let's get it together. Obviously, Frodo's not in his right mind, but still, he gives Sam no credibility. Yeah. Oh, exactly, exactly. He, Frodo thinks that Sam is doing the "he who dealt smelt it dealt That's it" defense. It. Mm, yeah. yeah, he's like, "Oh, you brought it up, so you must have done it." Yeah, no. <laughs> um. So back in uh Gondor, as you said, Faramir is headed to his death. Essentially. Yeah, and it's basically a funeral procession as these guys leave town. It's just all yeah. these depressing looking people throwing like black flowers in yes. the street. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're like, okay, well, you guys are great. Yeah. And, uh, the most disturbing part of this scene is Denethor eating a tomato. Oh, yes. The this sound tomato, design alone, yeah. that guy deserves a medal. The sound and visuals of this tomato exploding onto his fucking face. <laughs> this tomato will live in infamy in my mind. Yeah. Forever. 
it's the combination of super close shots, like Ugh, you were mentioning earlier, yeah. and the sound design yeah. of just squinching and all. It's everything there. It's yeah. like he makes grapes sound nasty. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and he's just tearing apart the turkey leg, yeah. and it's just juicy. I mean, I and understand stuff. the point of it, uh, mm-hmm. but it's disgusting, and I don't like hearing people eat. And it was grossed out <laughs> because it's also contrasted against Pippin singing a very sad a dirge. funeral dirge. Yeah, yeah. essentially. And it's this like lovely weird song, and he's just sitting there shoving food in his fucking face like a monster. Yep. But I will say that Billy Boyd nailed the song, though. Oh yeah, very much. <laughs> Sounds great. Very Sounds much so. great. So we're at this kind of temporary camp for the Rohani, is what I'll call them. Rohirrim. Rohirrim. Got it. My bad. Well, it's not just the Rohirrim; it's it everybody but... they were able to saddle up. So I think Rohani is with the term. That's most accurate. Okay. Ro- Rohanadors? <laughs> Rohaniadens. Rohaniadens. <laughs> <laughs> so Carl Urban is there looking like Carl Urban, I guess. Uh, but there's this like pathway that goes uh, in between these two cliff faces. Yes. And they're all like, ooh, what do you think is in there? And the ghost army is calling to Aragorn. Because he sees a whisper of the king. Exactly. A whisper of the Whis- dead king. Whisper. Whisper. Yeah. And so, because <laughs> the horses are getting all riled up. And like, what the right. hell's going on in there? And bada, bada, ba. And uh, I didn't take a whole lot of notes on this section. I mean, obviously, <laughs> this is where Elrond shows up later that night. Then when they show you how this place is laid out, they chose the most high up inaccessible yes! location to set yeah. their main command yeah. tents. This, Why would you do that? There's Why? no reason. If like if you're in a hurry, you're falling into the drink. There is no yes. yeah. oh, handrails type situation. Yeah, exactly. Handrails something like <laughs> Let's climb up this sheer cliff face. Right. Set up base camp because we're not in a fucking hurry. <laughs> but in then We're not in a hurry to help Gondor, guys. <laughs> Let that be known. The Rohani don't give two shits. Right. They're going to help, but that's at their the own Roh- fucking pace. That's the Rohani 1% that went up there <laughs> under yeah, that under that true. ledge. All the other scrubs they found are down there at a reasonable level. Yes, yes exactly. They're at sea level. Yeah. 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 But so in this very lavish tent where I was like, first off, how much fucking time do they need to decorate right. a tent that you will sleep in for exactly three hours or something? Because they're right. like leaving before dawn. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what is this shit? But they need set decoration because L. Ron Hubbard shows up. <laughs> and he's, he brings, he somehow knows where they are. He yeah. Kn- well, again, the mysticism of the elves, they're just a little psychic, I yeah. guess. So they, True. Know, they know where they are. Uh, he calls for Aragorn. Aragorn is presented the sword. Andoril. Yes. Forged from the shards of Narsil. Right. <laughs> and what, the, what is it? The flame of the West? Yeah, he calls yeah. it the flame of the West. The flame of the West. He's presented with this sword, which is cool. And yeah. He, like, Way too freaking long to be realistic, but. I what did it was it in the miscellany for the first one where I said that um oh my god what's his name that plays Aragorn Viggo Mortensen Viggo Mortensen wanted to actually act with a metal sword not a plastic sword so oh, like really? he, yeah that's him swinging around a real metal sword like during oh, all of his scenes and stuff he just like really dove the fuck in there um but this is also where Elrond describes how Liv is dying which yeah. is stupid. <sighs> AF. Hard you've eye already, roll again. You've already got big enough stakes, well, with the end of the world, right. but because your girlfriend is dying, that should give you the motivation yeah. to do this. Come on, oh, dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
She's nearly. They're they're opening the fridge door. They're say, gonna put her in. Yeah. They're, they're like, if you don't do something about it, she's going in that fridge. Going in that fucking fridge. You took the words right out of my mouth. I was gonna say. Exactly. Um, and so this is where Elrond's like, you need to get the ghost army on your side. And he's like, what? They're all fucking traitors and bad dudes. And he's like, yeah, well they'll follow the king, and you can prove that you're the king because you got the fucking sword. Right. There right. you go. And I was like, the boys are back in town. And then the boys go into. <laughs> so our three favorite boys walk into the uh, mountain, yeah. essentially, to go to the. Not before Eowyn comes up and basically lays herself out there like, hey, I'm here. You want to go? Yeah. yeah. And he's like, he finally, finally, finally lets her down and says, I'm sorry. I'm I just, it's not you. It's me. Yeah. I can't be what you want me to be. By the way, I got to go with the boys. I'm sorry. I'm and you, sorry. You can, you're, you're good, right? I don't need to pay for this. Okay. <laughs> it, what they do. Mm, mm, I don't know if I discover. You're good or, to pick up the check. Uh, I don't know if I want to talk about it here or maybe we'll talk about it later. I don't like what they do to Miranda Otto's character because she's presented as because she sneaks into battle. She, it's been described in the second movie mm-hmm. where she's like. Rohani women <laughs> are taught to battle and we stand with our men on the fields and blah, blah, blah. And it's like this cool fucking sentiment, right? That mm-hmm. we're all out there to protect our country or town or city, mm-hmm. whatever it is. And so she's a badass fighter. But then she's also like, don't you like me? I swear you liked me. You drank the soup that I gave you. You know, I'm like, what? If, like, stop it. Like, what? I'm not saying people aren't multidimensional, but like fucking uh, let him go. He's a fuck boy. He's not into you. Right. He's just not that into you, girl. He's just not that into you, Miranda Otto. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so the boys are into the cave and they see the ghost army and uh, the ghost army are traitors and real scaredy cats is what I said because they ran away to save their own skins, essentially. Back, yeah. Essentially, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Isildur cursed them until, you know, at one point the king will, can release them of that curse. Something yada, else yada. must have happened because I, again, wrote down... Isn't it kind of BS that Legolas just knows stuff all the time? I don't. Something happened, but again, he, he's, Legolas is the one to deliver the exposition yeah. as to what these guys' backstory was. Of course, because he fucking knows. I mean, everything. it makes sense. Like they're old. He could have. They could have heard the story. Yeah. I mean, Legolas I is so. the oldest right now of the right. Oh yeah, Legolas <laughs> is the oldest of the three right now. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's not as far fetched, but it is a little convenient it is convenient again <laughs> it's I not think. like in the second movie where Gollum is delivering exposition yes right. exactly. Right. exactly I don't think it's out of place yeah. right right so they're there and this is they just have a, a brief in- introduction to the king of the ghost army mm-hmm. and then that he you know shows up and I think it is where he says the way is shut it is made by those who are dead and the dead keep it mm-hmm. it's a cool fucking line it, it is. is it's like one of the most metal fucking lies. This is actually a part of my back tattoo that I got my there full you back. Go. <laughs> and it's part of Aragorn's heavy metal, uh, you know, cover band. <laughs> but also, Aragorn's like, fight for us. Regain your honor and mm-hmm. I'll let you go. I'm the king, whatever. They dip that out. It's been broken. Yeah. It's been remade. <laughs> okay, so, last quote. That's it. <laughs> right. Right. We got all. 
many more pages of notes. I'm sure there will be some parts to follow. Speaking of the caves, do you think Peter Jackson had the time of his life designing yes. all these parts, being a horror guy? Yes. The I bet war, he did. They were walking on the skeletons. The, of course, the flood of the skulls. The avalanche of skulls. Yeah. I wrote down, I was like... All the wispy skeleton hands when they they're walking grabbing and at grabbing them. at them. I mean, The, that the was sheer cool. look of these ghost guys where well, you can see yeah. multiple dimensions of their, their bodies, like you see the bone, but then you all see muscle and flesh yep. all at once and interchanging in depth. Yeah. I mean, they, they had the time of their life oh, making yeah. these guys. I mean, so I, as I read in the miscellany, it sounded like Peter Jackson wasn't into the idea of the ghost army, but he had a ball. You tell based whole, on the effort, but it's fucking cool. Yeah. yeah. You know, he definitely had a ball. doing. So it. the avalanche of skulls is pretty fucking sick, but yeah. also it looks like popcorn. I mean, it probably was popcorn. <laughs> Otherwise, they would be dead. And I was, like, I was like, I see why they cut this because, like, in close-up shots, it's cool. And like the idea, the concept of all of these skulls just pouring mm-hmm. out of this like side yeah. of this mountain. But then when they pull back to a wide shot, because you can tell it's a miniature, and right. it just looks goofy as fuck. It oh, looks like popcorn. Did you? Did you were you able to tell that or notice that Legolas was actually running on top of it, like almost? Oh, as if he was I was CGI'd, watching Aragorn, but that makes Gimli sense. Gimli was though. doing the same thing. Gimli or Aragorn was like like sliding through. Yeah. But then everyone else was like actually on top of oh, it. Oh, really? Like almost like CGI effect and Uh-oh. then running through. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> Legolas can walk on anything. I don't um, <laughs> uh, but Eowyn, in the meantime, back uh, at base camp for the Rohan army, uh, she grabs up Mary and she's like, you're riding with me. We're going out. Yeah. Theoden puts her in charge of the country. But like you said, she sneaks off, grabs Mary and they're off to war. Exactly. Exactly. So back in Gondor, Faramir is being drugged back in by his horse. I was yeah. Like, how convenient he yeah. is. Literally the only one. And he's half alive. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's got he, mm-hmm. he um got like several arrows in him. Yeah. <laughs> he's got yeah. two arrows in his front. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um. But also, the battle has begun. Yeah. Because yeah. the big slingshot things, catapults, that's the word, not slingshots. Catapults! <laughs> Those have started. Uh, Gandhi's fighting, and this is where the wolf's head is being called to bring in. Right? Uh, we're kind of jumping around yeah. a bit, but I There's mean... A, I didn't write, take notes during the battle scenes, because like, what are you going to fucking no, describe? Fine. I, I mean, I like that they catapulted the, the severed heads of the, the raiding yes. party. Release the hostages. Which is surpri- <laughs> it surprised again. me that it didn't get an R rating because of that. Because yeah. it's not like True. it's hidden in shadow. You see a couple of close shots of these of decapitated yeah. heads. Like, yeah. And nobody caught any, guys. Yeah, I mean... Right. Watch it's like it dodgeball rules. Yeah. You catch into- and then you're yes. out. Yeah, exactly. Get out of here. You take another head and deflect another head that comes yeah. in. Yeah. Of course, Denethor runs across Faramir, thinks he's dead. He goes even crazier because he's like, now I care about you, I guess. Yeah. Sort, yeah, sort of. Sort of. He cares uh, about his legacy. Lives. Yeah. And of course, Gandalf Stupid. whips his ass. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. You know. Tells everybody to start fighting, and yeah. I think they just call for the wolf's head at this point. I don't know that they actually bring it up quite yet. Well, they no, they we're spend, not there yet. Yeah, you're they, jumping ahead. No, I wrote it down. No, I trust me, you, yeah. you're jumping ahead a little bit because they got trebuchets and siege yep. towers and Nazgul. Oh my, yeah. Mm-hmm. Pippin gets his first kill. Yeah, uh, defending Gandalf. Mm-hmm. Um, they're trying to use the standard battering ram, but they're killing so many of these orcs that there's a pile of bodies that they can't yeah. get the battering ram in to hit the door properly. <laughs> it's so cool. Well, then also, like, if you look at it, uh, when they first do it, 
the orcs are I saw a lot of the orcs are standing on top of the ram that they're using to batter oh, the door down. Mm-hmm. And so you just have bodies hewn on bodies, and, right. you know, on top of bodies. So it's like this just doesn't really make sense. Yeah, and then they bring up the wolf's head. Yeah. Okay, yeah, sorry. And that's where I, the part one ended Because Captain Pigface is pissed off, mm-hmm. you know, that they're not getting it down. It's obviously a full day of this is going on, and right. they still haven't been able to break or siege the castle or siege the, the city. So, yeah. So. At the boats. Yeah. Our trio is getting ready to take one of the boats. They finally have a. Uh, Emerged we missed. We the... skipped over the part where the dead general said he would fight for them. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He said. He said we're down. <laughs> Spoiler warning: They fight for. Yeah, they, yeah. They're, they're down yeah. for yeah. fight. They're good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, Legolas shoots Peter Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <Yes! laughs> See, I, I'll say I remember him being in this movie, not in uh, Fellowship. Oh, that's being funny. drunk. He was also in Two Towers. Where we neglected to mention it, but there's a shot in Helm's Deep. There's it's like a close up on a guy and he screams and like throws a spear and hits a guy. But it's a real quick. But that's Peter Jackson. Also, the he, thrower or the one that gets the stabbed? thrower. Oh, got it. He he cameos in all three movies. Damn, I got to go watch this again. <laughs> Damn, I can't believe we missed that. Yeah, we missed that. I, I didn't notice it until later. Mm. Credit uh, credit the uh, the one ring dot net's Twitter account for pointing that out. Yay. All right. <laughs> Shout out. OK, so. um. Yep, Aragorn and the ghost army take the ships. But mm-hmm. how do they get on the boats? <laughs> They're ghosts. They, they st- no, no, not no, the ghosts. No. Our guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I understand They're that ghosts. the ghosts float. Well, obviously, Legolas walks on water. Yeah. <laughs> One of his uh, abilities that comes in handy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Who knows? Whatever. Um, because they don't park the boats. They, they just, don't park they the just boats. get on the boats. My my biggest thing is how do they get all three boats or all four or five boats mm-hmm. to the dock? Exactly. Yeah. There's three people. Yeah. And like five boats. Right. <laughs> Maybe they yeah, have the dead. general and, the dead, like, hey, yeah. all right, you guys take that one in and uh, you know. Yeah, one of them we, knows how to drive a and boat. And if we learn anything from pirates, two men cannot take <laughs> 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 That's right. That's right. This is clearly not as good as the interceptor, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> So we're back on the stairs yes. and and uh, Frodo kicks Sam out of the party. That's right. Frodo's at the band. Mm-hmm. And Sam falls and likely breaks a tooth because he lands right on his Dude, face. Dude, I'd be just dead. Yeah. yeah. He's I'd just fall dead, off so. the cliff and I'm dead. I want to be together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Sam has been kicked out of the party and he's very sad and, you know, he leaves whenever yep. he falls. I said he almost breaks a tooth. And then um, he does find at some point the Lambus bread. Like that, two seconds later. Yeah, yeah, that Gollum had thrown down. Quite convenient, and I was like, "I hope you're hungry." Yeah, there you yeah. Go. exactly. Mm-hmm. What we don't see is that he actually shoves it down his face. I'll show you who ate all this shit. <laughs> it is confirmed that Gollum is a shithead and that Frodo is in trouble. Yep. So mm-hmm. Frodo's in the uh, tunnel with old Shelob, and he remembers Shelob. that he has a magic flask just in time. Right. Mm-hmm. Also, I mean, I guess it wasn't that important, but. They never say that he needs needs to use an incantation to get this thing to light right, up. Right. No. But he just has one. Yeah. He just. I mean, it again, just it's up, not yeah. important, but yeah. it's just one of those things you're going, oh, oh, okay, <laughs> that's how it works. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when the when you guys saw this for the first time, the the whole scene because there are kind of two scenes mm-hmm. with the spider because he escapes right. essentially this first mm-hmm. time, and then there's another scene. What did you guys think of the look of it? Did I it thought... feel as descriptive as you thought the the novel. For some reason, I thought 
I, in my mind's eye, I had Shelob looking like some sort of weird half woman, half spider. Yes. That's oh, that's I, uh, not just me. No. <laughs> yes, I was. I was gonna say I was uh-huh. really surprised at the fact that she was actually an actual spider because I thought she was more like Minotaur esque, where um, she had Have you the read body. Saga? It's a comic book. No, he has not read that. Oh, there's a uh, character in it that I is exactly comics. like what you're describing. I'm not saying you don't. I'm just saying I don't think you would have read that one. Okay, yeah, no. Um, but yeah, no, I thought she took on, you know, body of a um body of a woman, you know, or see me. Right. Torso of a woman, like body legs, More whatever. Like, like a mythological creature, right. less like a legit just spider. Yeah. 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 Because what you're seeing is a giant ass spider. And it looks fucking cool. The oh, yeah, it does. There is still, and I'm I do not want to nitpick because as I mentioned at the time, this looked amazing and mind blowing. The special effects were mm. like what people had never seen before. It yeah, looks very... great. Now we can kind of nitpick a little bit. There's some CG. We look back and we're like, eh, that looks a little cartoony or something. But the spider looks fucking rad. She looks yeah. so cool. And, and and I'm sure helped by the fact that it is in a dark cave. You can yeah. hide a lot in that sort of lighting. Um, I thought it was hilarious, but also very scary when Frodo gets caught up and is like caught midair in some of the webs <laughs> yeah, and is exactly. like flailing yeah. around. It looks hilarious. But that's but also like, the most Frodo thing you can imagine. No, very true. Sure. Well, and actually he, him falling, but him looking back and falling. But He leaves his blade there. Or is it, it gets, <laughs> it gets stuck. caught in the webs. Yeah. yeah, it gets stuck and they give it a close up or at least a very lingering shot and it doesn't come back ever again. I was kind of like, oh, this is going to come back to something. Mm-hmm. Nope. Uh, but he does escape out of a crevice, falls down, and he and Gollum fucking fight because Gollum's like, fucking die already yeah. so I can have your ring. Yeah. And they fight, 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 scrap, scrap, scrap. And then he flings Gollum over a cliff's edge. And we should all know, even if you hadn't read the books and stuff, that clearly he must come back because Frodo mm-hmm. doesn't give it two two thoughts. Yeah, no. He's just like, Broop, all right, yeah. time to go. And I'm like, wait a second. You were protecting this guy for mm-hmm. months now that yeah. he's been guiding you through this impasse and you're just like hey, well got rid of that fucker right? <laughs> all right hold on um give me a second i might have a description here oh really continue i'll come back to it i got i got a scan i'm actually reading the book as we yes, as we is. speak to try and get it up my right description now. here so uh go ahead but i will double check that this is what i think it is so Continue. <laughs> um, so Frodo has a dream because he kind of passes out for a second. And hallucination. Hallucination. Yeah, yes, you're right. Um, what's gonna call it? Appears. Kate shows up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She gives Sam some encouragement. Mm-hmm. She like reaches out her hand, and so in real life, he's like, Broop, "Yep, I've gotten right. the the energy and the drive to move on." Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, there's really quickly like a a scene where we cut back to the Rohani and Mary is waxing about just wanting to help his friends. And I thought it was a great statement. Oh, he's talking to He wants Miranda. to go into battle. Yeah. Cause he's like, I want to go into battle. Wait, hold on. Yeah. Is that what that is? Yeah. It's just a really quick little scene where he's talking to Miranda Otto. They're, they're at a, a pause. Like the, their whole army has like started moving, but they're to stop because like, yeah, she looks kind of dirty, you know, but like they're not on that mountaintop again. And she's yeah, yeah, yeah. in her armor and yeah. he's like, I just want to help my friends. I want to go into battle. Mm-hmm. And um, then back at Gondor, this is where the dragon door banger thingy starts. What yes. is it called? Uh, the wolf's head. I well, mean, God dang a it. battering ram? A battering no. ram, yeah. No, the, wolf. the wolf's head is a battering ram. It's okay, just it is bigger. the wolf's head. Okay, okay. Yeah. So, th- I say wolf's bane. Where is that coming from? Oh, that's uh, a Peter Wolf's bane from the Chronicles of Narnia. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I thought wolf's bane was like an herb or something no, like that. No, that is um, king's foil. 
Oh. Ah, it's a weed. Yes. <laughs> not 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 bottom long not, not long bottom leaf though, but it's got it. Yeah. It's a weed. <laughs> um but the the visual of the battering ram like hitting the door oh, yeah. and then when it bursts through it is awesome. Let's uh let's talk about that right. Yeah, let's quickly. talk about let's, it. Um they call it wolf's head, but it clearly looks like uh the Arizona uh Razorbacks um do you think it looks like a warthog? I look, it looks like a warthog <laughs> with his mouth open with fire coming out of it. Because, I mean, it's like almost like does it? it does. It does kind of look like a little puppy that's like, yes, like there's really nothing. Suey. Suey. <laughs> there's like, nothing wolf about it. Menacing, probably. But right. a warthog or a razorback can also be menacing as well. Yeah, right. I guess it's not super wolfy. Yeah, no. Yeah. No, I mean, it'd be awesome if it howled like, as it hit or made contact or something like that. Right. But it doesn't do that. It's just. But the face uh, of it. I mean, maybe misleading being called a wolf thing. Yes. It does look cool, though. It does. Very and then it's so. on fucking fire. Yeah. It's yeah, on yeah. fire. <laughs> and also, this thing has to be gigantic because it's the whole uh, apparatus yeah. is driven by three or four trolls, trolls. right? Yes. It's like a four story tall apparatus. Yes. Yeah. Huge. I was like, they drug that thing all the yeah. way from Mordor. Wowzers. Wowzers. Yeah. Um, so that's banging on the door, and Denisor, Denethor, has mm-hmm. fucking lost it. Yeah. Um, he's trying to ceremonially burn his son, who is yes. definitely still alive. Yeah. All right, for the funeral pyre. Yes, exactly. Um, no hope for men, but there's a bloom on the tree. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a book difference, too. Mm-hmm. It doesn't happen in the books. They get a new tree in the book, and in fact... Where do they just get a new tree from? Well, that's part of the thing. It's... You know, Aragorn establishing his reign by finding a new tree of Gondor because the old one was dead. Mm. And at the start of the New Age, you get a new tree. Oh, that's cool. There's a lot of stuff that happens between the Battle of Minas Tirith and the Battle at the Black Gate Mm -hmm. that is just kind of glossed over in the movie. And this, they're like, okay, we did this. Let's go do that. Yeah, it's very quick. Yeah. Yeah, Whereas in the book, there's a lot of time taken to slow down, develop different things. That's where Faramir and Eowyn comes in. There's a lot of development of their relationship. Um, he have, you know, a lot of stuff goes on. The, the finding of the tree is after Sauron's dead, but okay. um, still, there, there's definitely a ebb in that point in the story. Mm. Well, in the movie, it's the same tree, we, but we do see a bloom Correct. that is sympath- uh, symbolizing, that is visualizing and symbol- symbolizing other isings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that there's still <laughs> hope for men. Right. Um, cut back to Frodo and the spider. Bitch is back. Yeah. Bitch is back. And out in the open. The bitch is back. Aliens. Yes, she's or is stalking it alien him. Three? It's Alien three. 3 where they use that as the tagline. Yeah. So, that movie sucks. <laughs> oh, that's a Fincher. Yes, it is. I haven't seen it. Well, I've seen the theatrical cut. There's an extended version, but I'm like, why would I want to watch 30 more really? minutes like, of this? Why would I want to watch more yeah, of this? No. Exactly. <laughs> um, maybe it's better. Maybe it'll fill in some of the blanks, though. If, it's if, still if it's a story shit wise. Movie. Okay. <laughs> um, so bitch is back and she's stalking him. And I love this because you can see that she's dancing around on the cliffs uh, uh, over his head. Yeah. I love the scene where he thinks he hears something or feels like somebody's watching him. So mm-hmm. he turns around and we're seeing it from his perspective. So it's these quick pans with yeah. the camera. It's fucking cool. And then I also like her stinger is rad. Yeah. It's a little too juicy for my take. I mean, <laughs> like this, I think it's. It's impressive in this scene, but I think cooler in the scene where she battles Sam. Yeah, very much so. Like right after yeah. this, right? But she basically uh, pops up behind Frodo and then whap, stabs him yeah. in the belly. 
And we see him like foam at the mouth and fall over. And I was mm-hmm. like, once again, Frodo, you are worthless. Yeah. Um, and then she spins him up in her goo. <laughs> and then Sam is back to get his boyfriend. <laughs> and which he somehow conveniently found his way through the cavern. Yes, exactly. Was I was like, how did he make his way through right. so quickly? Yeah. And at this point, Gollum hasn't returned yet. Oh, no, wait. Gollum is gone for a very long time. Yeah, he's in the yeah, drink. Gollum's out for the count. Yeah, he's, he's until the end when he can exactly. shows up. Yeah. I kind of wish he is there was presumed maybe dead, like but he's it's, presumed dead. It's You're comic right. book show me a body logic. Yes. So since you don't see a body, then well, totally. he's still alive. Well, yeah. yeah, and like I was saying, like they don't even give photo for, they don't even give Frodo like a reaction shot. He just <laughs> right. like kicks him over his head and he's like, all right, bye. See ya. So Samwise is back. <laughs> Sorry. Spider spunk in the stomach. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Wowzers. We're keeping it classy on this, this is, podcast. This is such a cool fucking fight between Sam and the spider. Yeah, I it is. loved it. Like, I would have loved to have actually seen it without the CG. CG, yeah. like behind the scenes. I wonder if we can find some of that. Did you watch any behind the scenes for No, this? there's so much. You there, could just you could get lost. Yeah. And a lot of it's, uh, like, there's a couple of even narrations mm-hmm. where, like, you know, um, oh, my goodness, one is Peter Jackson's going through it. The other one is... Uh... Oh, I can't remember it. But anyway, there's a couple mm-hmm. of them where you're pretty much watching the movie with, you know, commentary from... Oh, yeah, yeah. And there's, like, three or four of them. Oh, that's So fun. it's a lot. It's a lot. That's cool. Um, But Samwise ends up uh, at least injuring the spider. I don't know if he kills her, but he he definitely injures her in the eye. He takes an eye out and then he stabs her in the belly. And And before that, so he kind of is like backed his way up onto like this higher cliff part. Right. And where he's holding the pinchers in front of him. Yeah. yeah. It looks so cool. Yeah. 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 It's pretty fucking great. But Samwise. Uh, defeats the spider, runs over to Frodo, is very, very sad because Frodo very much appears to be dead. And then his blades start turning blue. We know that orcs are coming. So mm-hmm. Samwise sneaks over and I was like, you didn't even take the body of your dead friend. Yeah, no. You just straight up left him in the middle yeah. there. But the orcs come up and drop some expo that huh, this is how the spider feeds. Yeah. And then also, this fella's not dead. And Sam goes, Samwise, you fool. And I was like, <laughs> I tell myself that constantly, constantly. I'm like, Eden, you idiot. Um, so the orcs take frozen Frodo. Can yes. we pause for a second? I think yeah. I found my description, but Fantastic. it's not. Yeah, my my she love description. So I'm just going to leave this read this whole paragraph. All right. Um, <clears throat> Dramatic reading. Dramatic reading. <laughs> Hardly had Sam hidden the light of the star glass when she came. A little way ahead and to his left, he saw suddenly, issuing from a black hole of shadow under the cliff, the most loathly shape he had ever beheld, horrible beyond the horror of an evil dream. Most like a spider she was, but huger than the great hunting beasts, and more terrible than they because of the evil purpose in her remorseless eyes. Those same eyes that he had thought daunted and defeated, there were lit with a fell light again, clustering in her outthrust head. Great horns she had, but behind her short, stalk-like neck was her huge, swollen body, a vast, bloated bag, swaying and sagging between her legs. Its great bulk was black, blotched with livid marks, but the belly underneath was pale and luminous and gave forth a stench. Her legs were bent with great knobbed joints high above her back, 
and hairs that stuck out like steel spines, and at each end, leg's end, there was a claw. So that's Holy the, crap! That's, that's the not best. spider-like at all. <laughs> there may have been another previous description. I was going to say that. I mean, that's very descriptive. Very. It doesn't say. Yeah, it doesn't say what I thought it said. But then again, this may have just been a supplementary. I was going to say, is there explanation? There must here. be another reference that would make you guys automatically think of a spider. Like it wasn't a weird thing in this. That's why movie. I thought of it as like a half, half, half spider, or half, half something person or whatever. Mm -hmm. But uh, continue. All right. So back in Gondor. Denethor has kicked Pippin out because he's trying to light his son on fire. Yeah. Um, Pip runs down and finds Gandhi and goes, Denethor has lost his fucking mind. He's trying to burn Faramir alive, mm -hmm. which I get because they're main characters. But at the same time, I'm like, if I were Gandalf, I'd be like, yeah, dude, a lot of people dying here. <laughs> a lot of people dying. You want me to run yeah. up because one guy is going to die? But he does. So he grabs up Pip and they run up. And this is where they run into the Witch King. Added scene, because I do not remember this at all. I could have sworn no, that was in the theater. Was yeah. it? I was shocked. I was like, first now off, maybe some of the uh, dialogue may have been added, but no, he definitely, he definitely appears. Maybe appears I just didn't remember it. Yeah, but they have a whole conversation where the witch king kind of has a personality a little bit. Yeah, and I don't know how I feel about that character. Really? Ooh. Well, like I think it's cool to have a bad guy. Because we don't, we no longer have Saruman, who is right. the physical and like a, you know, an avatar that can be here actually fighting versus right. just an eyeball on a tower. But like, uh, I like him for that. I don't know. It's just you know, in the first movie, they were just wraiths. They were just you know, cloaks. They didn't have a personality. They didn't have names. We just knew they were mm -hmm. dead kings. And then it's kind of a you know. Um, and they definitely didn't have dialogue, even though they could have had no, dialogue. They just so. screeched and they were. Ah! Right. And then Muppet off the side of uh, <laughs> Weathertop. But, um, you know, he doesn't have a personality there. He doesn't have any vocals. And then in yeah. the second one is when he actually calls him the Witch King, right? Or is it in this one? He calls no, him the Witch King when he first mentions him to Pippin way before. He calls him the Witch King of Angmar. Got mm -hmm. it. So, like, it just, I don't know. It's like, I feel like they're, like, too late in the game applying uh, information and characteristics. Depth, yeah. Yeah. And I'm kind of like, eh, I don't really get it. So when he you know, has this interaction with Gandhi, he's like, I, I don't know. I was just kind of surprised. I was like, well, mm -hmm. there's going to be talking. I was like, just, I thought it would be cooler if he just showed up and was like silent, but imposing. Like, cause what does he say? He is a little talkative. Yeah. yeah he's a little chatty right so. here. He talks some smack to Gandalf. Yeah. yeah. Which I'm like, what does he fucking care? Like it, like it feels like it in this scene, it seems strange because it seems like the witch King is like, Oh yeah, we got some beef. And I'm like, do you, I don't think you do. If they were playing like halo online after the witch King <laughs> broke his staff, uh, the witch King's character would have gone over and teabagged Gandalf. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's the type of teabagging yeah. in video no, no, game I'm, parlance oh, is where I your character, your it, character it, no, runs it, over to a fallen character and then just kneels, crouches up and down no, no, no. on the I other know character. What teabagging is. Yeah. I didn't realize that happens in video games. Oh, yeah. Oh, it does. Oh, yeah, it does a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's obviously meant as a sign of disrespect yeah. and yes. smack talk yeah. towards a uh, fallen player. Wowzers. Yeah. Yeah. That it's and, also, uh, you know, not to be a chump move. That and yeah. calling your mom a whore by a th by three year old. <laughs> that happens a lot, too. <laughs> Boys. <laughs> um. So. He breaks Gandalf's staff. Which I don't understand. Right. 
It's been forever since I've read the books. Is, so I I forget the relationship between staffs and magic. They obviously make it look in the movies like it is a very important element to yes, be able to control right. those things. Exactly. Even going back to fellowship. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but, for, but somehow, it you know, as soon as the staff is broken, he's useless. You know, yeah. he's with it useless. Right. It, to me, it kind of seemed like it was like, so like in Harry Potter, a wand, you can still be a magical person, right. but a wand is... Um, kind of an antenna to harness that power mm-hmm. you know it's just meant as as a directive tool so i assumed that the staff was kind of like that but also the witch king just kind of like shoots like power at him yeah. it was just like a force and it just like broke in half yeah i don't know i was pretty bummed out i was like i feel like if anybody's gonna fuck with gandalf it should be somebody that he has actual beef with not just like this dude i don't know i, d- I didn't really care for the interaction between those two dudes. I think also, I think one of my biggest pauses is the fact that, you know, Gandalf really doesn't show really magic. He shows mm-hmm. abilities using, you know, through his staff, but he doesn't right. really, he doesn't really seem to be a possessor of magic. Right. Yeah. Uh, unlike Saruman, who mm-hmm. was a possessor of magic, right. you know, and showed it quite frequently. Yeah. He threw a fireball earlier in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, all right, fire two. Yeah. And he shoots. And Gandalf's like, oh, I've got a protect spell. So right. STFU. Right. Yeah. But you don't really, except for like the light thing. And then uh, he has no offensive magic to speak of. Yes. Yeah. Just defensive. Yeah. yeah. In, in fellowship, you know, you know, that was about it. Yeah. Pretty much. Um. So finally, Rohan has arrived. Yep. So yeah, the horn goes off. Mm-hmm. And uh, I wrote. Only three days late, those fucking motherfuckers. <laughs> but this is, guys, as I mentioned at the top, I didn't write down a ton of lines, mm-hmm. but this is the one that definitely got me. Oh, def- Theoden is a great deliverer nope, of the nope. pre-battle speech. Not him. Oh, no, he does give a good speech, yes, but this is not, this is not it. So we, we like, we cut from, because Gandalf is about to get it from the Witch King and then they hear the horns and yes. so right. then the Witch King flies off, right? Yeah. So that's the only reason that they are saved for the moment. But this is where Rohan rides up and Theoden gives this big rousing speech or whatever. But before they take off is when Eowyn, who's holding Mary and she's like, courage, Mary, courage, yeah. my friends. It makes me cry every time. <laughs> <laughs> it is one of my favorite fucking lines. I yeah. love it so much. Um, I wrote, guess who's crying? Not me. You are. (laughs) (laughs) I love that line. It gets me every fucking time. Um, And inside the White Castle, we'll cut back to Denethor, who is losing his fucking mind still. He's pouring oil on himself. He's lighting shit on fire. And I go, who the fuck are these stormtroopers that are just doing what they're told? That's Who are these fucking guys? Yeah. Especially since uh, the Tower Guard, who are, I guess, the protector of, you know, his personal bodyguard, his ensemble. He dismissed them. To go run for their lives, mm-hmm. but yet they're still here helping him commit seppuku. Yes. I'm confused. Yeah, I have no idea what's they're going on. They're all cuckoo on. for cocoa puffs. Clearly, <laughs> they definitely are. So Pip and Gandy run in. Yep. Stop it. Pip gets up there and is very uh, sweet, and he saves Faramir by rolling him off the pyre. Mm-hmm. And uh, Denethor catches on fire, and then whoa! Yeah. And then he muppets off the top of yep. the Tower of Excel. Uh, he does. Excelia. Swan dies into the abyss. <laughs> and Gandhi uh, <laughs> gives him a good send off with the so in the rain. Yeah. What is it? Yeah, oh, so ends Denethor, son of Ecthalion, or something yep. like yes, that. Yes, exactly. And I, he's like, bye, bitch. <laughs> Bye-bye. So let's get to the battle. Um, there's a lot of that. You guys probably took more notes than I did, but now we're at the big battle. Maybe. We've got fucking elephants. 
Well, yeah. Uh, one thing. One thing first. Horses are again WMDs. Yes. They are mowing down yes. these orcs. That is so cool. <laughs> Just it, don't, you can't touch a fucking horse in this universe. You can't touch a fucking horse. Yeah. <laughs> and exactly. they had like staffs and everything like that. Oh, yeah. like, clearly, the horses plowing. should have been murked. Coming yeah. down off that hill, but somehow they Mm-mm. well, they did have the sun at their back, much like at Helm's Deep. Yeah. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. But, so, I mean, but still, gosh. yeah, they're just mowing yeah. down guys. Just oh, yeah. cut a swath across the entire formation. <laughs> it's pretty bad. So this battle, and I'll kiss your ass if that's only twelve thousand guys. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so this battle is cool looking. Oh, it was yeah. it was hard to take notes. I didn't. I mean, I wrote down like two or three things, but yeah. um. It's well, it was a much bigger rad. plane than what it was the last big battle fi- back right. battle scene of uh, yeah. uh, Helm's, Helm's Deep, where Deep, everything yeah. was kind of like confined and properly yeah. mm-hmm. This was huge. huge. Wide, scr- uh, you know, wide shot. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Big exactly. screen. Like, it was a sight to behold. Absolutely. Yeah, right when they think they've got crap under control, right. then, as you mentioned, the war oliphants show up and yep. shit gets real. Yes. Oh, yeah. It's pretty fucking rad. Although, so, Carl Urban, guys, he's in this movie. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> He takes down two elephants with a spear. Yeah, he kills the one guy that gets way too much pleasure out of stepping on people. Yes. And then, yeah, he he drops two elephants at once. Mm -hmm. But then Eowyn takes one down, and I'm like, I feel that the skin on these elephants would be thicker than just her cutting it with right. two I mean, blades. she's right. running. She's got her swords out. I mean, it's cool, but like it... But d- that would have like snatched the swords out of her hand oh, or right. snatched her arms off. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I don't what think they should have done is like dent. giving her four and then she throws them into like the back of the knee joint. Yes. Yes. Yeah, like totally. just throws two and Pick then throws two and, do it, and then you know. just basically takes the legs out that way. Right. Instead yeah. of so, essentially hitting its ankle and, you know, tearing his Achilles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, yeah. That, yeah. that Oliphant's on the DL. He's yeah. right. <laughs> Disabled list, by the way. <laughs> I guess now the it's the IL. Sorry, yeah. it's the injured list. Yeah. Oh, they changed it? They changed the name oh, in yeah. baseball. Bad. It's the injured list now. Um, so Eowyn does also fight with Brainface because he, um, wasn't he going to go after Theoden and she goes up there or does she just start fighting with Brainface separately? She started fighting with Brainface separately. Okay, I got believe. it. Pippin and Gandy are inside the castle walls and there's a quick little scene where Pippin's like, I didn't think it would end this way. And oh, yeah. He says, the journey doesn't end here. Death is just another path, one that we must take. And I'm like, oh my God. Guys, and guys. he would know because yeah, he yeah, does exactly. Yeah, and yeah. he describes the white sand beaches, yep. and Pippin's like, "Well, that sounds really lovely." Yeah, and he's like, like darkness, yeah. and then there it is, white shores. And uh, little Pippin is acting up a fucking storm. He's yep. so good he's in, in this movie. Yes. He's so good. Yeah, yeah. When he's not being like stupid little quirky guy, he like he can fucking act, guys. Yeah, yeah. he's doing Very it. Much so he's doing it. Um. Oh, the Witch King takes down Theoden. Yep. That's yep. what it is. Okay, got it. Um, and I wrote, she cuts through a dragon pretty easily. Eowyn, yeah, decapitates which, the uh, the the serpent mount of yes. the witch. Okay, King. she's With been just cutting. She, yeah, she's been cutting using that sword. Yes, I guess the entire. I guess you know since he arrived, and, but yes, yet but yet it's still sharp enough mm-hmm. to uh, cut through that. I mean, they don't want to have like a five minute sequence of her like hacking at this thing. Yes, yes you do. Like, yes, you okay, do. just hold on. I'm gonna get it. Right. Well, it wasn't. <laughs> For what is supposed to be significant, because in this movie, we're like, hey, guys, the Witch King is a guy. The Witch King is a bad guy. Yeah. You need to care about him. So his demise in this quick scene goes really fast. Yeah. Like, yeah. there could have been more of a battle between them. Yeah, like, this, this he should have had a, a much bigger um, exit, if you will. Especially exactly. considering how cool his mace is. 
Yo. <laughs> it is pretty cool. That is badass. Yeah. That was one of my items for the list. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Nice. I didn't know if that counted. I, yeah. I may have. Anything in the world. That. Anything that's a thing in the world. Okay. You like, said artifacts. So I was thinking yeah. Yeah, so other I'm, items. Anyway. So I'm good to well, go. Well, anything. Yeah. Yes. So if we could just list like cool fucking things in the movie. Got it. Um, so the, the inconsistency of Eowyn in this because. I like that she's understandably scared. She's scared mm-hmm. when they take off with Pippin. She's like, I mean, she's she's like very trepidatious and like off kilter, but she's still fighting, 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 mm-hmm. doing all this stuff. And she does hack off the, you know, the dragon's head too easily. Right. Uh, and she like, you know, the Witch King kind of knocks her over and she looks scared. Oh, yeah. As she should. And uh, Mary stabs him from his back of his knee or whatever. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that's when he gives the line with no man can kill me. And the <laughs> she didn't have to take off her helmet to do this. No, she didn't. No. And even then she you really stab didn't. him first and then you deliver your one. Yes. Liner. The mm, so this I remember and you guys probably remember from the theater. This was a big explosive cheering, shouting. Awesome. Right. It's, scene a, it's in a hoorah the moment. Yeah. For the and theaters. it is. And that's cool. But at the same time, she does this. As you mentioned, she stands up. Slowly, yeah. Takes off the helmet. Slowly delivers her line. Hold on, hold on. She whips her hair around to let you know that she is in fact woman. One woman. (laughs) Of course, Aomer could have whipped his hair around. (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't tell you much in this world. She like flashes him real quick. He's like, whoa. (laughs) (laughs) But she delivers the line, "I am no man," Mm -hmm. and then stabs him. But like slowly in the face and then she goes back to being scared again. And so I'm like, wait a second. It's just kind of inconsistent. Like I I wish her delivery she of just it. kind of messed up like where it smacks her in the arm and mm-hmm. tears her arm up real good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, where Mary stabbed it, his arms real screwed <laughs> yeah. up. Yeah, totally. They're, they're all together screwed up by witch king energy. So oh, to speak. absolutely. I, I guess it's just that like it's so weird and strange that like I like her reaction of like being scared and injured and hurt and like Mm -hmm. every as any person man or woman should be in a battle like this and then it kind of goes away in a second so she can deliver a badass bitch line and then goes back to that and i'm like either say the line the line is cool give it with a little more like I, I mean, know. when you say not going, ba- when you say going back to that, I'm not like because we have a scene break after the Witch King dies. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. then we go mm-hmm. to the boats and stuff, and the next right. time we see her, yeah. she is very obviously well, injured and and running for cancer a life man. From. Yeah, yeah. The, our walking tumor is going yes, after. Yes, and going yeah. after her. But that's what she's scared when she's well, like, she's army disabled. Away. She can't get away. Well, yeah. that's what I'm saying. It's just kind of a strange thing where it's like she's one moment of being a fucking badass, and I'm going to deliver this line and stab this guy. Where it and then it goes away very quickly. I'm like her adrenaline from that fucking very quickly. I think that's where the disconnect is. Yeah, because yeah, yes, yeah. there is a there is a break, but you know it feels a little bit more continuous, regardless of you know something happening in between. Yeah, because we don't know moments. what happened. But in even between. when the witch king's just... dying, doesn't she like collapse to the ground as that's happening? Yeah, she collapsed to the ground. This that, and the other. Yeah, I guess so, I, I mean... just don't like the delivery. I mean, like I like the whole scene. I just wish it wasn't like. It just felt fake. It just it felt was, like it was hey, a guys, little much. We they played a it up. Yeah, they, they definitely played it up. Yeah. yeah, and I'm like, you could have still had that, and the hurrah would have been there mm-hmm. by nature, right? But the uh, just the delivery of it, I didn't Got care you. for. Makes sense. Anyway, the boys are back in town <laughs> on a ship, a ghost ship. Yeah, they're right. on a boat. 
I'm on a boat. <laughs> boat and hoes. <laughs> <laughs> um, they charge up with their ghost guys, right? Yes, yeah. they do. They got their ghost bros. The ghost bros. Uh, Legolas. <laughs> Legolas is on an elephant. Uh, yeah, this is one of the yeah. Legolas superhero moments yes. where he can't just like kill a bunch no. of people. He's got to like kill all the people flawlessly mm-hmm. and taking it down an entire Oliphant by himself. Oh, yeah. Style points. Yeah. yeah, it's like, guys, come on. Yeah. yeah, come on. He could be capable without being untouchable. Right. Like, yes, I would like to see him just like trip a little bit. Yeah, you know, like no. stumble over something. Mm-hmm. No, that's never going to happen. Like when you go back to the second Hobbit movie, it's nice to see him get his ass kicked a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it makes you feel more believable. All oh, right. I agree. He, I think he takes enough of an ass beating in Troy, but that's that fucking movie. That's that's, that's not. Did you pitch there. that movie this week? No. Excellent. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> so the ghost army does a lot of the heavy lifting and basically. But at least Gar- Gimli and Aragorn finish, finish off our walking tumor guy. That is they true. They do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Once again, uh, I mean, granted, he didn't have like a, a a big part to play in this third one, but they kind of kill him really easily oh tumor guy yeah i mean yeah he's just kind of the face of that battle and obviously yeah. him going down as a symbolic representation of yeah. especially since their, it was done results. by him and yeah mm-hmm. yeah um but theoden dies in eowyn's arms giving a call he back a, to two towers yeah. i know your face mm-hmm. yeah yeah he, that was a really good um speech by him yeah it was, like, that was really really good and i cried surprise guys <laughs> yeah. are you surprised yeah. No, no, should be, but no. <laughs> uh, Aragorn releases the ghost army. Says you have fulfilled your. Yep. Then yep. they they peace out. Yeah, yeah. they're out. Bye bye, baby. And uh, so definitely, this is a new scene because Carl Urban, who's in this movie, <laughs> <laughs> runs over to Eowyn and he's like, no. And I was like, oh my God, did she die? Yeah, that's. It she was, just is uh, the witch king out. energy, basically. Yeah. It is, but it was very misleading because I was like, I think. They don't really tell you enough about how injured she is. Yeah. Right. And so in this added scene where they're like, you know, like taking sponge care of her, baths. she's. Yeah, yeah, weird sponge baths. And then, yeah. you know, when in she wakes up. And why is he doing it? That's yeah. That's, yeah. I know, right? I'm like, he's not a fucking doctor. <laughs> and he's being weird and sensual about it. And I was like, that's her brother right in front yeah, of you, dude. by the way. Well, also, like, he just dumped her. Like yes, a right. day before, yeah. and she yeah. wakes up. And she's like, "Oh God, you're here." Yeah, yeah. She's like, "Please, please leave me alone. Just go. We already went through this." She's oh like, "I blocked your number. Please get the fuck out of here." Um, but yeah, you, she's got marks on her arm from yeah. the Witch King. Yeah, mm-hmm. permanent damage. Uh, also, I believe in an added scene is when Pip finds Mary out on the field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guess who also kept crying? Yeah. <laughs> so good. I was like dehydrated at the end of this movie. I cried so much. Oh my gosh. Um, but back in Mordor, Frodo wakes up in a tower. Wait. Yep. Well, hold on. Because yeah. we lost the first ending. What do you mean the first ending? What are you talking about? We oh. still got like two hours no. left of this movie. Exactly. And there's multiple <laughs> endings. So, um, yeah, Mary finds, uh, Pippin finds Mary. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Faramil wakes to, awakens, I mean, Faramil finds Erwin. In the castle, they're both awake. They, we see a wayward glance between the two. Yes, and then that's the first <laughs> ending. If you not, if you, <laughs> yeah, think about it. It's the first ending. Yeah, it like slowly fades out and then yeah. black and then bam. I know. 
Okay, the, fair the, enough. The, I'll give you that. The fade to black is. I've got. I've got at least six of them. <laughs> I'm glad you noted them because I did as well. And I was like, dude, I mean, I was like, just choose another editing yes. choice. Yeah. The fade to yeah. black looks like an ending. Yes. It, it just, yeah, it doesn't fit I mean, we've been well. doing transitions throughout this, the third movie yeah. in which we've been doing successful transitions. And now all of a sudden. Yeah. Yeah. Just, I'm like, throw a Star Wars wipe in there. Just for fun. <laughs> I don't know, right? <laughs> just for fun. Why not? Put an Adam West Batman style, you yeah. know. <laughs> it's like, bam! Murdo wakes up in a tower. <laughs> the bam, orcs are. Frodo probably got. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, to orcs. So the orcs are fighting over the Mithril shirt. Mm-hmm. Give me that shiny shirt. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, that didn't come from me, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry. I'm you don't right. remember this from the movie. It wasn't it? in mm-hmm. the extent. It was this is extended edition. Okay, yeah. got it. Yeah. So basically, Sam breaks in, uh, kicks him ass, and then gets him out. Um, Obviously, Sauron's guys aren't the most disciplined. Clearly, they will no. like, have an entire outpost start brawling over a fucking t-shirt. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you tried to knife me. What? And then uh, uh, and like fuck it. Okay, yeah, let's kill him. Serious? Like what? Gosh. <laughs> um, Sam saved. Frodo. Um, Sam gives back the ring that he had taken. Yeah, so in this scene, because Frodo goes, it's too late, they took the ring, and Sam goes, oh, begging my pardon, I actually (laughs) took it. Took it off your corpse. And I was like, good job. Yeah. Good job, Sam. So in this scene, it's when he holds up the ring, and it's kind of wah, 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 Yeah, definitely calling to him. Yes. But the thing is, I felt a little... And maybe it's just the way that it was shot. I assume that this is supposed to be Frodo's like, oh, wait, you found my ring. And it's like the ring is calling to Frodo. But it also kind of looked like because he starts to leer after the ring and Sam was like, uh, and it kind of looked like Sam was also feeling the ring. A that's little. what they were. That's oh, what that's they, what were, they were. Okay, so I was right. Okay, got yeah, it. Yeah, that was a correct interpretation. In the book, Sam's like, here, I don't fucking want yeah. the thing. Right, but, because he is shown uh, to be resistant to even wanting mm-hmm. the ring the whole time because exactly. he has such right. honorable intentions. So, yeah, I found that interesting because I wasn't sure if I was reading it wrong. No, mm-hmm. but no, okay. that's, they they definitely played it that way in the film. In the book, I mean, Sam used the ring a whole bunch yes, there. Oh, really? yeah. And that's they so even funny. when then when Frodo's like, "Hey, can I have the ring back?" He's like, "Yeah, sure, fuck it." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he doesn't say fuck it, but yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. It'd be great if he did. It really would. <laughs> I give no fucks, Mister Frodo. <laughs> <laughs> Mister Frodo. Did we talk about why he calls him Mister Frodo? Oh, I think there's an both. explanation. I, I think we know why. <laughs> He's just very proper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but he doesn't work for him. Yeah, he does. I mean, He's his yeah. gardener. Yeah. yeah, but they're also friends. He doesn't need to call him Mr. Frodo. Yeah, they're a little bit more than friends. Well, I mean, they are. to pull in a weird example, it just jumped into my head. Daphne and Frasier would constantly call them Dr. Crane, even though she lived with him for like a dozen years. How dare you? Yeah. <laughs> All right, fine. I'll take it. Whatever. Damn. Whatever. Lawyered. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, back in Gondor, basically Gandhi and the crew were like, so uh, we need to draw the eye away from wherever Frodo and Sam are and give them a real chance. So we got to march on the Black Gate. Yeah, Aragorn's like, yeah, we got to do it. Distract him, get him, get him to look right here so that if Frodo's in Mordor, they'll a- clear out and he'll just be able to yes, cross over. exactly. Empty his lands. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and so... I have a quick question. Yeah. I have a uh, quick this answer. This probably for Sam. Oh, this is for Sam. Uh, I'll just sit here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, there are men living in Gondor. Yeah. 
I mean, not Gundor, in, uh, in Mordor. But evil men. Yes. But you don't really see them outside of the third movie. Uh, I mean, I guess. Are they still in existence? Because it seems like that Mordor is completely overrun with orcs and goblins. and. Oh, yeah, there were the bad hillbillies from the second movie that Sauron got on his side. But that mm. wasn't in. Oh, actually, in terms of inside Mordor's borders, I don't think men are native to that land. Okay. There were just, he was pulling in other kind of unaffiliated evil, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Evil leaning groups. Yeah. <laughs> He's yeah. pulling okay. in the Proud Boys and whoever else he could find. <laughs> well done. And, well uh, done. <laughs> you know, calling all evil to him. Okay. So they didn't they're... necessarily live there. He Accurate. just gave them a, uh, you know, a, a base of operations. Because I know in the Second Age, men did reside in Mordor. No, like but we I may was... or may not see in the Amazon series coming in September. Oh, shit. Ooh. That's right. I reserve Sidebar. my question until then. <laughs> yeah, I assume that there are no men native to Mordor at this point in the time. Okay, okay. that makes sense. Got it. Um, So, Gandhi's like, how are we going to draw these forces to the Black Gate? And Eric Horan's like, but I have an idea, sir. I'm going to talk smack. Yeah, yeah I'm going to go pick up the stone <laughs> and talk shit to this guy. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> it like, it seemed stupid to me. I mean, he, they, gosh, it, it is kind of on the nose, I guess. Yeah, a little well, bit. Well, the thing that I didn't like. They're saying that Gondor is, or that Sauron is afraid of the unity of men. And that right, would be done right. under the king. And of course, Aragorn being the heir, him going to the Palantir and kind of throwing down in the saying, hall. Of, I am the, the king of men and we are going to stop you. Oh, like got it. trying yeah. to represent what Sauron fears the most. Right. Because they've been alluding to that in the entirety of the second movie. Okay, got it. I was thinking though, I was like, why why would you go and like even pick up the stone and let it access your your brain? Because when we first discovered that, when Piven picks it up, he's like, don't worry, he didn't tell him anything. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Saron didn't find anything. He didn't, like, Voldemort his way into his mind. Right. <sighs> but I was like, Aragorn knows every, everything even more, probably, than Pippin and Mary. Yeah. So why would you even risk him, like, telling that? Because right now, Sauron doesn't know that Frodo and Sam are out there. Right. right. Why would you risk him being able to intercept into... But also, Aragorn's how's Sauron going to know, per se, that you're going to the Black Gate? Like he's trying to give him a heads up. We're going to be here out by the old oak tree right, 10 o'clock. Right, you better show up and we'll kick your ass. But I yeah. think the thing is like, I mean, Sauron's got to be, I mean, they just had this huge battle here at Minas Tirith. Minas Tirith. Minas Tirith. Yes. Minas Tirith. Minas Tirith. Yeah. One more time. Minas Tirith. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna invoke something, guys. I feel like we've definitely opened up the spirit. Candyman oh, rules shit. definitely apply. It's either that or Beetlejuice. Yeah, exactly. Good God. Um, but I mean, like Sauron is supposed to be kind of all-knowing, all-seeing, right? Like he's he's got his uh, his finger on the pulse of what's going on with this mm -hmm. war. I would think that if like the army of men starts moving toward one of your gates, you're like, oh shit, guys, we got to redirect. Right, right, right. That's why I was like, I don't feel like you need to go and tell him like, be here at three o'clock and yeah. I'll see you then. 
I don't know. Sauron's eye is pretty focused on the fucking flashlight mode. Flashlight yeah. Mordor. He's just like looking around <laughs> like a manager in an Amazon warehouse. You steal something? You steal something? You, you, you steal something? Put that, put that back. Put that back. Oh, shit. Yeah. I hate that so uh, much. So, <laughs> Eowyn and Faramir, I fucking hate it. Why? Because it's weird and too convenient. They're like, who are these two attractive white people that seem lonely? To be fair, it is drastically underserved by this movie, but that is a significant portion of the latter parts of this book is their relationship developing. So you, you, it's earned in the book. In the movie, this was almost like lip service. It was was cut out, and they're like, well, the people that read the books know this is going to happen. So here you go. Yeah. So from what I remember from the theatrical cut is really the only thing you see, and it doesn't seem suspicious because they're kind of showing face shots at the end where it's the the crowning of Aragorn. Yeah. And so yes. they show and people they... in the crowd and those two are standing next Correct. to each other. And I'm right. kind of like, oh, what's up? But like, it also doesn't really seem like, oh, they're together or there's anything suspicious because then they also show a shot of Carl Urban, who was in this movie. But <laughs> this I didn't like because it seemed too convenient. I was like, they were like, it seemed... And now that you say it's in the books, I totally believe you. And they but- basically bonded over their shared trauma because right. she is sure. fucked up from the Witch King. He's fucked up from his dad trying to yeah. kill no, him. No, hundred percent. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not saying that like two people in that position would have made sense, but it's also right. like you know, in Star Wars, there's six people in the whole galaxy, and we two, we got to get two of them together. Yeah. Right. So in this, yeah. it's like let's get these two blonde people together because yeah. they make it makes sense. Yeah. And I'm like, and also it's like well, we promised her a boyfriend, and you know, Aragorn kind of fucked her over. So like, there's this guy, yeah. and I'm like, I don't know. So just as a as a pure viewer, not having read the books, okay. to me it seemed fucking weird, and I, I mean, did not care for it. I get it. Um. Frodo and Sam joined the Orc Regiment. Yeah, they do. (laughs) Which was one of my favorite parts of the book, and there was more to it, obviously, in the book. A lot more. Mm -hmm. Um, But in this, it's it's a cute little, because this is all extended cut, if I recall. It is. Right. Um, So it was a nice little callback to that, but yeah, they've got some fun stuff going on. Yeah. Inspection! (laughs) 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 Yeah, I love that cow noise. Gosh, that's so random. (laughs) The noseless drill sergeant. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. So they get pulled into the ranks. There's some fighting. They almost get found. Yeah, they almost get found out, and then they sneak and away. They it's sneak it's really quick, but yeah. it's still fun. I wrote, if you they read the sneak books. off in orc cosplay because they're <laughs> yeah. continuing to walk down. Yeah. But then they have to remedy that really quickly because the scene was cut out of the movie where they're like, we shouldn't care anything we don't need. Let's remove these costumes. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> also, it's probably like a bajillion degrees, exactly. so you probably don't yeah. want to wear that shit if you don't have to. They had no water. Remember, they had just used the last little yes. water, so yeah, they were. Yeah, except um, for when Frodo wastes a bunch by dumping it on himself. Right. What an idiot. <laughs> Fucking, Fro- I mean, if I were Sam, I'd be like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think you're going to make it, dude. <laughs> I can take the ring. <laughs> I've been doing things this whole time. Yeah. I'll drag yeah. your corpse up to the top right. and just throw the whole thing just, like, in. Roll it over there. Um, the ring is really heavy. Sauron is looking for them. That's when he has to do the whoop. The Valerian dance. Uh, yes. Oh, yeah. And he slips his feet out from under him and yeah. then falls it's down flat. It's pure vaudeville. It is. Is what that is. For sure. So as we mentioned, Sauron you know is what? in Flashlight. I think that exact same move is done by Naomi Watts in King Kong. Oh, oh wow. really? Which yeah, part? when she first discovers that Kong, like they're on Skull Island, because yeah. she was a vaudeville performer in that movie. Oh, yes. And, and she she's... does that same, almost exact same type of pratfall. Yes. I wonder if that wasn't intentional. Well, I think it's just wow. a stupid move either wow. way. But um, let's get to the Black Gate. We've got the army of men that are there. 
and your favorite guy walks out. Lips. Lips. (laughs) This fucking guy. Guys, who is he? Where does he come from? Why does he look like that? He's totally made up for the movies. No idea. He is like, he feels like a new, they were like, you know, like Star Wars, they're like, we need a new fun, cute character to keep the kids into it. They're like, we need a cool, new, weird creature. How about this dude? Yeah. With the Makes weird teeth and the 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 lips and yeah. no he, like, eyes, talks too much and it's like very animated. His yes. mouth is, and it's that's why too I call big. Lips, his, like, they're mouth, just moving. Yeah, his yeah. Like, mouth have like slits in it, so like yeah. they will move at random times. It was the weirdest thing, yeah. I mean, and they were bloody. Special <gasps> effects looked cool. Oh yeah, they did oh yeah, it looks and like job. he's got the weird helmet is like an odd yeah. shape and everything. Yeah. Um, but he's there to talk shit. He shows that they have Frodo's underwear. Okay, and, so this yeah. is a major issue for me because. A, why do they know that this is important to those guys? Exactly. Like, for all they know, this is just a random hobbit that's yeah. walked in there. Yeah. And or it could if, be booty that they found while, you know, sav- yes. searching the lands or some shit. Yeah. Right. Like, how do they know that this is so important? And if they yeah. know that this is significant, then, then they know what? Then they, they, they know there's got to be more to it exactly. than just a guy being there. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> They're like, oh, this guy seems important. Mm. Yeah, it's just like, you sure that's all he had on him? You're right. You sure? Right. You might want to go back and double check. Yeah, they did not double check, but they throw his underwear back to the guys and they're like, (laughs) oh shit. And then Aragorn just goes, whack, and decapitates. Yeah. I mean, like, I loved it. (laughs) I did love it. It was just so funny because I was like, Toothy McGee didn't even flinch. He was just like, yeah, rest in peace. What are you doing? And then he was just like, he he obviously could not see. He was 100% blind. He could not see. You're right. Yeah. And I suppose they were supposed to be negotiating something instead They're of just like yeah. cutting people's heads off. Yeah. Aragorn gives a rousing speech. He so, sucks at it. Yeah, he does. He is awful the, at this speech. The lines were great, but mm-hmm. his delivery of them yeah, not fell great. flat. Yeah, I agree. But it shall not be this day. <laughs> this voice does get strangely nasally at certain oh, points where I was God. like, you didn't sound like you this for the first- You cannot wield it. <laughs> This day we might. <laughs> it's just, he's great at just standard dialogue. He can't do the rousing speech. No. So are we sure this isn't a World War One analogy? No. Why? What makes you say that? Well, see, he says something about men of the West. Uh, I mean. And I understand that they are a race of men in the West. Yeah, but I was like, kind of like, I don't know. I feel like this. <laughs> that language has always been used for it, but I don't know. I yep. mean, technically, if we're going... I mean, Germany's in the West, uh-huh. so I don't know. Germany's Mordor. <laughs> <laughs> and I stand by that statement. <laughs> we used to live in Mordor then. Oh, we yes. did, yeah. <laughs> so cut to Frodo and Sam. They're yeah. fighting to get up the volcano. There's a touching speech between them. And I wrote, and fucking Samwise is the fucking hero of this fucking movie because he <laughs> caro- carries Frodo. Yeah. Yep. They're all they're both dehydrated as mm-hmm. F. Their lips yeah. are just like a cracked shriveled prune. And the, yeah, he's still dragging his dead A up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um But then Gollum shows up and he's like, okay, shit's for real Gollum. this time. Yeah. So uh and then back at the gate, Aragorn gives us the meme that you sent us earlier this week. Oh. <laughs> for Frodo. Yeah, for Frodo. Like, for yeah. Betty. <laughs> for Betty. R.I.P. The lovely Betty. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, so Gollum is there and he's fucking fighting and whatever. And Frodo's like, you promised you wouldn't. He was like, Smeagol lied. Yeah. And I was like, like yeah. 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 Sam's been telling you that for two yeah. movies the now. The whole time, dude. And then while Sam and Frodo are fighting, I mean, Sam and uh, <laughs> Gollum are fighting. Mm-hmm. Sam gets a headshot with a where's rock. Frodo? Yeah. 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 Where's Frodo? <laughs> yeah. Where's Frodo? The, the best time for Frodo to disappear. Yes. Because yeah. He's, he's on the finish line, guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, he's right there. Yeah. He is right there. And then I wrote down battle, battle, battle. So I think things are happening. Yeah. At the gate. Nazgul show up at the gate, but then the Eagles also show up at the, the gate. Eagles show yeah. up. You're right. Mm hmm. Uh, Frodo stands upon the precipice, ready to drop the ring well into the done, shit. Mm hmm. SAT word. And then, uh, oops, ring is mine. Yeah. I want it. <laughs> I'm going to put it on right here in front of you, you sicko, and you're going to watch. Yep. <laughs> what a sick fuck. And poor Sam. I'm making eye contact the whole way. Sam, That's the weird I part know. about it, too. The whole time. Gosh. <laughs> Sam is just bawling. Yeah. He's, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, he's like, he's, <laughs> he's like, why did I do this? Because, <laughs> yeah. like, it started out, oh, I'm saving bread for the trip back. And then he's like, I don't think there's going to be a trip back. Right. So he's... Defeated, not completely, but like he's really beaten down. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Frodo had one job and he fucked it up. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> yes. So while he's in invisible mode inside the volcano. Yep. Yeah. Sauron realizes what's going on. He sends the Nazgul back. Because he looks at the door. Yeah, he looks. Yeah. He flashlights his way back like a freaking Disney cartoon. <laughs> so then as we expected, Gollum. Yep. Yeah. Guys, I like this, but... I don't think it's the CG's fault. I think it's just... it Gollum will, running around on nothing? It will look ridiculous no matter if it was made with the best CG ever or if it was in real life. We saw this. Yeah. It's it going like to somebody look bouncing silly. Around. It's like... Rah, 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 rah. It looks oh. like a little cartoon yeah. because Gollum has crawled on Frodo's back and is trying to get the ring from him, yeah. but Frodo's invisible. It looks ridiculous. It does. I mean, it's not that much, uh, that long of a sequence, to be fair. No, it's not like I, it's a 10-minute slow-mo. No, but. But, they're, but they get wide, and they kind of, like, circle around it because they're out on this plank, yeah. right? Yeah. And so, like, the camera kind of pans around, and we're seeing them full yeah. size. So, like, it's in the wider shots where it looks just so silly. Yeah. Yeah, but Gollum does a cool thing where he <laughs> bites, his finger bites, off, it, yeah. bites his fucking finger off, and I was like, yes. <laughs> And Gollum gets the ring back. Good for him. Yeah. He's, <laughs> He's so happy. Right. Happy, happy. And Frodo goes, huh, my ring, bitch. Yeah. And they start to fight. And, and they fall took off a little edge. tumble off, off the, the cliff. cliff. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh. Gollum falls into the lava. Clutching the ring. Clutching the ring. Yeah. But he suspends it enough to where it rests yes. on a hardened patch of right. lava yes. for yeah. a brief mm-hmm. moment. Yes. So Gollum is done so. Yep. He's submerged into the lava. Mm-hmm. The ring is floating on top. Hasn't yet dissolved. No. But uh, it is illuminating. It is illuminating. I like that the font, the script, yep. the elvish. Only like, fire can tell, man. There you go. Yeah. F- well done. Fucking. Fire nose. <laughs> fire, uh, fire nose. I won't, let, I won't let the record show. If I ever get engaged, uh-huh. uh, that's going to be my my, my, yeah. my <laughs> I just click Fuck a little yeah. button and it illuminates the red. <laughs> <laughs> One ring to rule them all. <laughs> uh, and so finally the ring melts and yep. Sauron's tower crashes. Mm-hmm. Um, Even and- though he yelled out a weird scream, the eye. The mm-hmm. eye screams. Yeah, yeah that's... Uh, yeah. 
It's yeah, fine. Very weird. Yes. It's I did like the, the way yeah. the visual of seeing the tower crumble was pretty cool because it's like In slow peace. motion. You see like half of it. And then when the eyeball like explodes, yeah. then it bursts out and knocks. Was that a, a practical of- explosion that looked too... Uh, I don't know. Like in a miniature, maybe. Yeah, uh, it looks like a miniature. Not in a, not a bad way, in a good way. I love it miniatures. It was done in in phases or, you know, in, right. in part. So possibly, I mean, it'd be, it'd be a little bit far-fetched if like the whole thing just instantly exploded and, you know, oh. right. pieces flew everywhere. But it kind of like fell on top of itself. Yeah, because it still respected it was, gravity. Exactly. Right? Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. like mm-hmm. falling down onto itself. Um, there's a wonderful triumphant look on everybody's face. Gandalf is the happiest he's ever been. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. Guess who was crying? <laughs> it was me, guys. Well done. <laughs> well done. Good job. Uh, but then it's, you know, bad news because then they see Mount Doom explode. And yep. so the realization kind of washes over all of them that Frodo and Sam have probably been killed. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the thing that I don't understand or like or get is after the tower crumbles and it's like Sauron's done we've defeated him the ground only (laughs) falls into the earth where the orcs are standing right right but not the good guys yeah I mean that's just one of the concessions you're gonna have to just deal with dude (laughs) and you notice that they're on an island with uh really no there's no bridge yeah I know and they're like well shit Um, (laughs) we're gonna have to make a human bridge guys (laughs) like the Muppets Muppet man do Muppet man they're like we have seen the great great Muppet keeper Um, wow uh and so Sam and Frodo have run out of the cave, but yep. have landed on kind of a little island while the lava is pouring around them. Frodo is happy to be rid of the ring. He says that he can see the Shire when he closes his eyes. But Sam is obviously sad because he knows that this is the end. Yeah. And Frodo says, I'm glad to be here with you, Samwise Gamgee. And Sam says, no homo. <laughs> <laughs> and Frodo goes, oh, no. Homo. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's homo. Oh, oh, homo, sir. Oh my goodness. Um, they have a wonderful love story. Yes. Ugh. Then the eagles come. This is the ending number one. This is eagle. This is the ending number two. <laughs> yeah, Kwame's already got a number two. Okay, so this is number two ending. Yes. Let's say because they're passed out on this rock, it fades to black, as in the well, movie has the ended. The eagles come, clubs them, yes. and as like they're taking off. Like Frodo kind of like just kind of gives up, like yes, takes his last breath type situation. Right. And then, yeah. Yeah. So White then out. it like blacks out. Then we're back up. Now we're back in Rivendell. And yeah. I'm like, oh, I guess the movie will well, continue. We think it's Rivendell. It's actually. Yeah, it's actually Minas too. Yes. Oh. I thought it was Rivendell too. I put it in my yeah. notes Sorry. and I'm like, wait, that doesn't make sense. Cause then the scene after this, you're in Minas Tirith. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Maybe it's just because he had a similar scene in Rivendell that was similar to that after yeah. he exactly, got stabbed yeah. by the thing. Yeah. Okay, got it. I was like, and happiness ensues and it can only be shown in slow motion. Also, <laughs> Gandalf's creepy up close face where he's laughing yes. at the three essentially children playing on yes, the bed. I know. I'm sorry, that's the creep show close up that so I want to talk about. Well, all of them, because <laughs> all the all of the fellowship are entering one by one. And yep. when Frodo says all of their names in slow motion motion Aragorn. it's so weird i fucking it's so strange but then all they all just come up and are watching all the kids tumble on the bed yeah. and i'm like seems strange yeah also i think it's strange that gandalf is like creeping with like a really weird right. and menacing face at the foot of the bed while he's sleeping exactly Frodo is excited <laughs> to see him but does not excuse me Frodo is excited to see gandalf 
morning wood. But sorry, guys. Yeah, no, I was pitching a tent. Yeah. <laughs> but here's the thing. Frodo had no idea that Gandalf came back as Gandalf the White. Well, yeah, that's yes. why he's so surprised yeah. when he first yeah. shows up. If you were Frodo, wouldn't you think, oh, my God, I'm dead. This is great. No, that's true. That's yeah. true. Well, yeah, he just like accepts it very quickly. And he's mm-hmm. like, oh, my friend is back. I must be dead. And then they all come back in and in slow motion. Yeah. Maybe everything is in slow motion. And I can just easily see, though, because like you said, Frodo welcomes everyone back into the room. Yeah. I can just imagine like Faramir. Or, no, not Faramir. Like Eowyn walking into the room mm-hmm. and he Frodo's like... Who, uh, who are who you? Are you? <laughs> I'm I'm happy to see you, but you are. She's like, I'm here with Aragorn. Aragorn's like, I've never, never met her. Met her. No, 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 no. <laughs> I don't know who she yeah. is. No, I've never seen this bitch before. My <laughs> she hit on me. Okay. Right. Um, so then we get the next ending to the movie, which is the Return of the King sequence. Mm-hmm. Yes, Aragorn gets crowned king by... Uh, you know, by Gandalf, because, you know, there's no other political figures in Gondor say, anymore. They're all dead. Since exactly. when was he the authority? I know. And you notice that Gimli got stuck with the job of handing over the crown? Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? Gimli's like the best man at this wedding. He's yeah. like, oh, here you go, whatever. Oh. And then, uh, yeah, Arwen shows up because she does to be queen, which is what happened in the book. It's the all one yes. of two times right. she showed up in the book. And I was like, oh, so is she still mortal? Is she immortal? Who do we, how do we fucking exactly. know? Exactly. Don't think about it because it doesn't matter. Exactly. It, doesn't it was all was, inflated She's alive BS anyway. That's all that matters. We passed over it because I was kind of confused by it, but Born. was it a dream sequence where he drops the necklace and it shatters? No, or is that it a was real actual, thing? he actually dropped it. Yeah. Because if you notice in the next scene while he was riding the horse, he mm-hmm. didn't have it. Man, uh, also, it didn't fucking matter. Who cares? Yeah, really like, yeah. really, really by the logic of the first movie, she would have died instantly at exactly. that moment. <laughs> right. Um, so whatever. Uh, I said I hate the Sherbert colored dress that she's wearing, but wow. they do make out pretty hard and it's cool. Is it really Sherbert? It was like a Sherbert green. Oh, yeah, it's like a lime green mm-hmm. Sherbert. And then, um, guys, so he's walking around with his new wife, I guess. Again. Waifu, yep. Yeah. And uh, then when he goes up to the hobbits and he says, my friends, you bow to no one. And I <laughs> cried a lot. <laughs> 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 terrible, terrible CG. Yes. Terrible CG. Yes, it was. But the sentiment is still amazing. Yep. And I bawled my fucking face off. Yeah. Uh, and then it ends again. Frodo's recap. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I do like his VO when he says, so begins the fourth age of Middle Earth or mm-hmm. the middle yep. fourth age of Middle yeah. Earth was to begin or something like that, um, which I think is cool. And I'm like, great. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he says 13 months to the day or whatever. We arrived back in the Shire. The Shire. Here's a question. Six and a half months there, six and a half months back or like nine months there, only four months to get back because you don't have to deal with battles and stuff. I would assume it's faster to get back than to get there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like when you're taking any road trip, like it could be the same amount of time or whatever. Right. It feels faster on the way back. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Well, also, they, you know, in order to get there, they had to go through, they had to go around. Around a lot of things. They probably just took 75 and just took a straight shot. (laughs) They were were finally able to take that damn gap of Rowan and get through. (laughs) And they could ride in the HOV lane because there's four. Exactly. So So one of my favorite scenes when they get back into the Shire is um, we see our four hobbits. The green dragon. Yes. And it's awesome because it is very sad because they've seen too much. 
Yeah. They've been too many places. They know that the world is so much bigger than this. And the shower has this changed. dragon. Exactly. Well, and also, it's the same. this is the realization of I have done the greatest thing that I will ever do in right. my life. Now, now what? what? Yeah. <laughs> and it's and all four of them do such a really good job emoting this. Very. They don't say anything. I'm so glad that there is no dialogue in that yep. shot. Mm-hmm. It was so awesome. And like, it's really sad and heartbreaking, but also kind of cool because then Samwise like says, I told you no homo. And he goes <laughs> over there and he gets the girl. Uh, he does get the girl. Yeah. Gandalf shows up mm-hmm. with old shriveled prune Bilbo in the back of the head. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> old age has hit him like a, you know, an oncoming kind of car. Yeah. Um, yeah, so this is when Frodo is talking to Bilbo. Or no, there's some VO about how Bilbo's time is like ending or something like there, that. The elves well, are giving they, him a special honor. Yes. And yes. they're getting, you know, he's getting on the last boat out of Dodge. The last boat to... The power of the three rings is over. It's over. The reign of man. I can't remember the rest of that part. It is now time <laughs> for the reign of man or... Something along those lines. Something, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so they get there and uh, Bilbo is like real cute and he's like... Like, he, oh. crowd, he fills his depends when he looks up and sees yes. the. <laughs> He's like, he does, an adventure? <laughs> he, yeah. he just looks up there at the harbor. Oh, yeah. And you can just like hear the sound of it just filling his drawers. <laughs> crinkling. Yeah, it does a crinkling well, there. He was clearly much lighter as. Uh, yeah, you know, he, he was, was spry. Yeah, yeah, he was. Hopping into that boat. <laughs> so Elrond walks onto the boat with Bilbo. Kate and her silent husband um, walk onto the boat. And uh, fourth ending. I know the next ending. <laughs> but Gandalf is like, I'm also leaving, and all the hobbits are super, super sad. Yeah. And then before he leaves, he turns and he says, Frodo, are you ready? Or, yeah, Frodo come along, Frodo. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> guys, guys. So when I watched this, like I said, I watched it over two days. I watched it half of it on Thursday, mm-hmm. and then I rewatched the second half on Friday because. Thursday, I just stopped taking notes at 2.18 and I was like, I'm just going to put down my laptop and just like watch it, which means I'm going to take a nap during the fight at Gondor and then I'm going to wake up for the ending that I did not remember. Wow. I was shocked by this. Wow. Bawling my fucking eyes out. (laughs) Bawling. Because. Good stuff. Frodo says goodbye to his friends and super sad when he says goodbye to Sam. He gives him the book and he says the last pages are for you because he'd finished his book, which I want to get to the title of the book in just a moment. But uh, and then Frodo gets onto the ship and he turns around and we get the last close up of him smiling and he looks full of life. He no longer has the bags under his eyes for the weight of wearing the ring and he looks very happy. And yeah. It was fucking cool. And I wrote Elijah Wood is fucking killing it with his eyeballs. Yep. It was awesome. Ending. So do you know why they left? The elves? Everybody. Why does everyone on that boat leave? Uh, Well, I mean, so previously- They don't tell you in the movie. They don't. This is a book thing. Well, so let me ask you this, because that was a question. I always, always under the impression that even in Fellowship, when the elves are like, we're heading off to another land, I thought it was because they were like, this is a war-torn country and we're not about that shit. We're going to dip. Was that not about it? I forget why the elves exactly decide to leave. So I just but I'm assume talking about that this last group here at the at the harbor. Oh, this particular last mm-hmm. group? I just assume it's because all the other elves were already gone. I mean, that's probably why the elves left, but they were all ring bearers. Right. 
All the ring bearers are leaving. Yes. Oh, the ring bears. Yeah, yeah the ring bears. They're all leaving. So like Galadriel cold, had one. Elrond had cave. one. Gandalf had one. Gandalf had one? Gandalf yes, had Gandalf one of the three one. elven rings. Yes. They never tell you that in the movies, yeah. but he is the bearer of one of the elven rings. So all the ring bearers got to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bilbo. Interesting. Sa- uh, Frodo. Uh-huh. You know, all, all, ring all the ring, ring bearers. So question when all the rings were made at the beginning, in the very beginning of the first movie, mm-hmm. when we get the whole download as to like right. the mythology of the rings, like there were the rings given to the elves, there's the one ring to rule them all, then the rings for men. Were there mm-hmm. rings given to the dwarves? Yes, yeah. seven. Yep. Where are they? Seven at? to the dwarves. They never really tell you. Yeah. Or if they do tell you, it's not covered in this story. To be honest, because most I lo- of the dwarves are probably murked. They, they, <laughs> they've probably been dead. Right. Well, yeah, we saw a bunch of dead ones yeah. in the first movie. Yeah, and Moria, certainly. Yeah, But I, I love that idea that it's like if you bore the cross of like the third age where the rings were detrimental to everybody and now right. that age is over that, you know, it's time you feel compelled to leave. Yeah. I love yeah. that. But I was like, yeah, but I think the dwarves did have rings, right? Yeah, so, okay. they did. They did. Um, those poor dwarves getting the short end of things. Oh, oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> And Very then nice. another fucking mo- uh, end where yep. Sam finally gets back. Ugh, guys, yeah. all of the endings, yeah. all of the fucking endings <laughs> to this movie. Sam gets back. Oh, question about the end, because it's real cute. Sam gets back to his family and he yep. actually is like, OK, I'm pretty happy. And all of a sudden he's got two kids. He's got two kids and she's oh, because it was four years to the day. Yeah, it was years turns. afterwards. But, yeah, so I mean, did they not come to term? Like, I mean, I'm, I'm confused. Maybe but. hobbits have a gestation yes. period that's only like three months or something. I mean, they're little I don't know, they're creatures. They're little. They're small. They, I know they're small wee, Small babies. Still. Like you a small baby. <laughs> um, so, they're not in Bag End, right? That's No, Sam does no. not live in Bag End. Okay, yeah. got it. When the door shut and it was like, finally the movie for real ends, yeah. it, the door shuts on that yellow door and I was like, oh, did he move into Bag End? No. But I, I guess not. Okay. No, because no. it's always been a Bag End. Yeah, but- Under the hill. And there always will be, even though there are no more baggins. <laughs> Unless what the sack full of baggins. And then the movie stops, guys. Yeah. Yes, it does. It stops. So ends the best movie trilogy of all time. Yeah. It is and never shall be. Wowzers. Yeah. This was a yeah. haul, everybody. Yes, it was. Those extended one, editions, though. guys. The Epic. way to watch the movie. Epic. The only way. Yeah. There, so on the whole, I would say. Well, let's do this. Last looks for just this movie, and then we'll talk about the trilogy. Okay. okay. So last looks for this movie. Uh, I did enjoy it a lot, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, the battle scenes were cool, but I was kind of like, oh, there's another battle scene. So I just got a little battle scene weary mm. on some of this. Um, but uh, obviously I cried a lot, so um, I had to keep hydrated. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I liked it a lot. Yeah, I, I, I too. I enjoyed this movie a lot. Mm-hmm. Um it finally brought things to a close, to mm-hmm. a closure, which is obviously you know something I really enjoy about the movies. Um, Battle Saints, I in, absolutely enjoyed. Uh, were they the best that they could have been? No, but right. they were so cinematic. It kind of mm-hmm. like just um, captivated you and kind of just like you know brought you into it because of how grand, and how vast, and how yeah. epic these scenes were. Um, yeah, definitely. I can't say it's a, it's the top three because there's only three movies. <laughs> right, exactly. It's top three Lord of the Rings movie. But yeah, definitely enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just a stellar film. I mean, everything that gets presented before gets wrapped up here. Obviously, there's some silliness that they inject just sure. for artificial reasons. But I mean, it's a war movie. They described it before it came out yes. as a war movie. Right. 
and the the pace of the battle scenes and the gradual escalation is just really well done. It shows that this is a war of the ring. Right. It shows just shit's getting real and it's just getting worse and worse and worse. And uh, yeah, just all around fantastic. I love it. Yeah. Well, let me ask before we get into our ranking of these three movies and just kind of like talking about these three movies as a trilogy. So at the end, when we get the device where the main character has written a book that is the name of the book that you are also reading. I think that's an injection of the film. I don't remember him okay. writing a book called The Lord of the Rings. Okay. Thank you. I hated that because it feels like a trope. I feel like that happens oh, a lot. Yeah. But so. also, <laughs> let me ask you this. Just And you probably, having read the books, have a far more... You, you understand this far better than I do, which is the name of the books is The Lord of the Rings. Yes, I guess it so was, that's as I mentioned, Sauron? yeah, Lord of, Sauron is technically the Lord of the Rings. Correct. So that, he's the big bad, but don't you think the perspective should be the bearer of the rings? Like, like you know, not in those words, not that syntax, but like, Frodo's the main character. This is about Frodo carrying the ring and destroying it. Obviously, a right. lot of other stuff goes into it. Why is the name of the book about the bad guy? Good question. Unless we're reading too much or we're not reading enough into it. Because like maybe he if he it was the, the Lord of the Ring, as in the one ring that he had to carry. Yeah, I would get it. But it's the Lord of the Rings. rings. Yeah. The well, person that created he is the all specter of the that rings. hangs over this entire story. Yes. But he's so dis. I'm I don't see him as like a real bad guy. I know he's there and he mm. obviously is the puppet master for all of these other things that right. happen. But because you, do, he's not a person he's like a an eyeball you know he's just kind of a mysterious entity doesn't feel like a real bad guy to me i never felt real threat from sauron honestly maybe Going, because it's not as tangible as having a figure that is there that you can see making decisions. Going back to what Sauron is, which in the theology of Middle Earth, he is basically like a demon, a a right. kind of a second grade uh you know demon commander or something the, like right. that. Eternal. That's that's what that's yeah. how he's classified mm -hmm. as an eternal. When you look back or to immortal, okay. devil related or demonic satanic figures, they don't necessarily get involved in a lot of things themselves. They always have vassals or sure. representatives mm -hmm. or things that do stuff on their behalf. So, I mean, it makes sense for what he is to not directly like have a fight with Sauron at the end of the third act. In this form, mm -hmm. in this stage, right. uh, I guess of Middle Earth, if like really his, oh gosh, I guess his reputation is really predicated back on the stuff that he did while in human form. And that's what the fear is, is, right. you know, and the whole build up to this is, you know, preventing him from getting doing more that powerful again. and getting into his human form. But I guess like that's like naming a book Hitler. And it's, you know, like if Hitler was killed by, you know, like in Inglorious Bastards. <laughs> yeah. Instead of. It being and being named about the crew of dudes that kills the bad guy. They're like, the name of this movie is Hitler. Right. You know, like we're like, yeah, we know he's the bad guy, but it's not from his perspective. It's not necessarily about him. He's a figure in the story. So that's why I'm guessing or questioning mm. the Lord of the Rings. That to me intimates Sauron. To me, he's not important. Mm -hmm. Not nearly as important as Frodo or anyone. I mean, in, in terms fellowship. of narrative perspective, I get it. Yeah. But it's so. still he is the thing they are trying to prevent or I guess, to stop but like unless you want to read into it as Harry Potter you know, is called Harry Potter you know why guys <laughs> it's about Harry fucking Potter 
True. Well, I mean, Unless you want to like read into it in the sense of Frodo is the Maybe ring he, bearer of this one ring to which rules, which rules all, all of the rings. rings. So he could be the Lord of the Rings. I think right. it's because of the plural, and I don't mean to be nitpicky about that, because of the plural, the Lord of the Rings to me makes it sound like the person that kind of lorded over all yes. of them that created all of them. Yeah. So to me, it means Sauron. But it could also be, like you're saying, Frodo was the Lord of this one ring. He owned this ring mm-hmm. for three movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. And... <laughs> Yeah, that would make him, you know, the leader of all of the rings. And there have been, there's a lot of fandom, a lot of theories Mm -hmm. out there. Um, There's even a Christian thing about, you know, finding the Lord in the Lord of the Rings. Like there's really, oh, Oh, there's a lot of breakdowns of these. So much, yeah, that people have taken into this. Are you looking something up? Or are you I'm trying to see if there's anything, but I would have to do, we'll have to do an addendum if we find anything. An addendum. Because, I mean, Tolkien talked a good bit about mm-hmm. oh, yeah. a lot of this stuff. So uh, I'm going to look into that to see if he said anything about why he titled it. Thus. Okay. Maybe yeah. it was just like the publisher. <laughs> and, yeah. yeah. yeah I don't know. You're right. It could be yeah. a totally pragmatic reason. Yeah. But, okay. So let's do two things. Do you want to do our top, our favorite artifacts in the world before ranking the trilogy or do you want to rank the trilogy and then we'll talk about well, some artifacts? we're talking about the movies let's rank the movies yeah all right sam you go first uh do you want me to go one to three or three to one or does it matter oh, you just tell us your favorite to least all right favorite. yeah favorite fellowship second favorite two towers return of the king third holy shit <laughs> are you serious yeah i would have never oh wow once again, but the difference between two and three is, uh, you know, a smidge. Yeah. Okay. Um, but again, there was enough stuff that was lacking in the movie versus the book that caused me to drop it below Two Towers. See, I figured that there was too many inconsistencies in Two Towers, the movie versus the book that causes you to It's not the fact that there's that... inconsistencies. I okay. understand that when you're adapting something, you're going to change it. Yeah. I mean, that's just how it goes. But there were enough parts that I liked or really liked in Return of the King, Scouring of the Shire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were completely excised from the movie that caused me to at least on a subconscious level put it below. Wow. Again, I, I adore all three. I had this you is, all wrong, Sam. You know, but if, I, if you gun to my head, say best or worst, One, two, then there you go. One, two, three. I had you all wrong, Sam. All right, Kwame, what's yours? Uh, first is Two Towers. Got it. Second is Fellowship. Nice. And third is return. Okay. I am going to, which you kind of talked about, I think either the first episode or last episode too, that Two Towers was your favorite. Despite the fact that I recanted it at the end of Two Towers. (laughs) You're like, actually, hold on. Well, let me ask you this. Uh, are Are those decisions, well, actually, yes. So it must be. Those decisions and that ranking have been influenced by the book knowledge, not just the Correct. movies. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. certainly the case for me. Because you have that knowledge, I don't have that Because knowledge. if okay. you go, you know, my top two moments when I was reading the books were The Last March of the Ends and The Scouring of the Shire. Those, yes. are, my, those are my favorite parts. Yeah. And so one of those is very well done in Two Towers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then the other was gone completely. So yeah. that's, that's my thinking. My ranking, my favorite is Fellowship still. Yep. And like you, Sam, I'm pretty close on like two versus three mm-hmm. yeah but i think simply because uh i had such a visceral reaction obviously <laughs> to, i gotta put return of the king second yeah. okay but maybe only slightly above two towers yeah. but um yeah maybe because there is an ending and i forgot about all of the endings um yeah. but yeah 
Interesting that out of three movies, we each have three different rankings. Yeah, I know, right? It's kind <laughs> of odd. Yeah. For me, it's whole, you know, it's overall. You know, yeah, I was sure. like, for me, it would be like, you know, from a cinematic standpoint, mm-hmm. Return. Return has two or to me, three of my favorite right. cinematic scenes. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then uh, Fellowship. You know, it, you just get lost in Rivendell, like these right. widescape shots of Rivendell. Uh, it's hard not yeah. to feel encapsulated. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. But holistically or overall, mm-hmm. yeah, I got to stick with my two towers. Got it. Nice. All right, guys. Let's talk about uh, just really quickly. I only wrote down three things, but it could be uh, there's just so many cool artifacts and items in these stories. Right. Um, I think, as I mentioned a couple of times, one of the artifacts on my list were the stones. Yeah, the plantier. The plantier. The plantier. <laughs> plantier. One more time. The plantier. <laughs> yeah, but just because I mentioned, because it's cool. I obviously the books say a little bit more. I didn't know. We don't know how many stones are out there. Who's got right. them? Whatever. I think that that's a cool feature that it's like. You can just like pick up a red telephone and you don't know who's on the other end. Exactly. So I really like it. I, and they look cool visually in the movie. It's yeah, like a giant made, a marble job. that, you know, kind right. of like is like a, a fortune teller's. Yes. Globe ball. Yes. Fortune. Orb. Orb. Yes. Crystal ball. Crystal ball. Mm, there there you we go. go. Got Ooh. it. What about an item? You guys got an item you like? The Witch King's Mace. It's pretty fucking rad. It was awesome. That was on my list. It's just like big, it, and I guess it's technically a flail, right? Because it's not yeah, underwear. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, flail. Yeah, it's a flail, yeah. so we're going to say a flail. It gets a close-up. It does. Mm-hmm. It gets a close-up, and it even gets an oh shit reaction from mm-hmm. Eowyn. So, yeah, you know. Yeah, very true. Demands respect. Yeah, that was pretty fucking cool. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. uh, Frodo's um, sword. The fact Frodo's that it sword? turns blue. Sting. Yeah. I agree. Those are pretty fucking badass. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, I said the Lambus bread. How effective! <laughs> I was like, it's like the Cliff Bar that keeps on giving. Like it, you know. Yeah. I don't know. I'm into it. Nice. <laughs> uh, I also have the vial of Elendil. Mm. The magical light up flask. Yeah. So I never really like. I get that. Obviously, it showed up in this one with Shelob. Shelob. S H E L O B. And it's she-lob. pronounced Shelob. 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 One more time. Shelob. Yeah, she does. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know the 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 glowing juice stuff. I didn't really. <laughs> the star, it's a star. <laughs> You're like it's a star, you dumb bitch. <laughs> <laughs> the glowing juice. <laughs> Like it. It's glow stick stuff. You it's know. just a chem light that they poured into a glass vial. It's filled with predator blood. Nice. Oh my god, let's ooh, weave those two universes together. Whoa. Dude, do you think the, the predator-, predator of the ring? <laughs> <laughs> the Nazgul have laser sights. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, do you think the predator senses all of the tension and heat that's happening yeah. down in Middle Earth, and so he shoots down? Like, oh my! <laughs> Amazing. Um, probably my second would probably be Legolas the bow. His bow, um, because yeah, the cool. first one that he was using was small and mm-hmm. you know really had no detail. Yeah, but then the one that he receives, you know, yeah. um, is white. It's got. Nice little, you know, circular in, uh, inlays and like all this stuff. Yeah. And he often shoots two bows at one time mm-hmm. um, using this staff. So, yeah. I mean, using this bow. So yeah. obviously it's 
It's a it's a leveled up version. Oh, I'm sure you're impressed up. by Legolas's staff. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard not to be. <laughs> uh, I wrote down the ring. I mean, yeah. which which yeah. which ring? The, the ring. ring. Oh, oh the right. one ring Ew, to me. rule them all. Yeah, <laughs> the ring to find them. Uh, band. I like it. Mm. Yeah, and because. As we mentioned in the very end scene when it finally burns away and melts into the lava when the script lights up. Yeah. Because that happens in the first movie, too. That's cool. It's quite cool. Cool to the touch. <laughs> I have the elven cloaks that they all received. They Those were seem pretty well neat. Awesome and practical. Yeah. They come in very handy. Exactly. I mean, Frodo and Sam got a lot of use out of those dudes. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm a little, I don't know. Are we doing three or five? Yeah, just however many. Okay, yeah. I'm out. My, I'm out too. So I, if you have one, okay, that's I've great. Got if two not, then. Okay. I got a tie for two. Okay. I really like uh, the elves are the garb and um, that all the elves wore in Riverdale. Mm-hmm. It's like this velour, crushed velvet, yeah. satin, silk type of. Mani- yes. I love that. It looks really warm. Cool in Riverdale, yes. all the bomber jackets <laughs> that they are wearing, <laughs> and, you know, varsity crew. <laughs> Rivendell, you know what I meant. After the council, Damn. they all put on their yeah. Letterman's jackets. Damn it, Archie. <laughs> Damn you. Oh yeah, that those are those yes. are really. Really awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, really, really nice touches. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, yeah, obviously, I go with the sword. The um, what's Aragorn sword? Thank you, Anduriel, forged from the shards of Narsil. Yeah. Do you have to say it like that the whole yes, time? You do. <laughs> yes. Show some respect. Because yeah. <laughs> even though it was incredibly long, and <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> and yeah, super sorry, you open over the, the door. Top. Don't expect me to walk, <laughs> not walk through it. Uh, just because it was super long and, and incredibly over the top. I like the, the attention to detail to it. Because, yeah, it mm. was ceremonial. Trust me. For sure. But they yeah. also made it, you know, practical. Yeah. You know, gave it some yeah, practical. That was so, pretty cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm out of items, but I think those are, yeah, there's a lot of cool shit in this movie. Indeed. And all of these movies. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Production design is pretty cool. Like I said, there's some parts where I was like, meh. I mean, like, I understand like having a cool set for the lavish tent where Elrond brings the sword to him, mm-hmm. but I was like, practicality wise. Yeah, dude. Guys. Right. Yeah, dude. All you need is like a two man pup tent. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And <laughs> they're like not even this. sleeping, so I, I don't mean, even if, know why. Right. And if you wanted to make him feel lordly, you know, put him on a stack of crates or something like that. Yeah. Why do you need to be four stories up? <laughs> <laughs> My God. Yeah. On an FU cliff. <laughs> right. Exactly. All right. Well, um, peasants. <laughs> That brings us to the second and final segment of the show, The Pitches. Hey, Das Pitches. So, Sam. All right. So, you're just, <laughs> just, I thought there was more to that and said you just stopped. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> well, normally whoever pitches explains it. I will explain it. Okay. I didn't know if you would say, hey, Sam, would you like to explain this part Sam, of the show? Sam, would you like to explain this part of the show? Yes, I would. Thank <laughs> you very much for the gracious handoff. You're welcome. All right. So, in this portion of the show, one person this week, I will be doing it. I will read three pitches to you, Eden, and, and Kwame, if you would like to contribute, because I know you won't be here to record, but you are more than welcome to talk with her about yeah, it. Yeah, let's, let's come to a consensus like we've been doing the past couple episodes, All right, and we'll pick one together. So anyway, I've written three pitches for three movies and, you know, tried to put in enough little hints and uh, measures to where you might be able to figure it out, you might not, mm-hmm. and you'll pick one, and that's what we will watch next week. Excellent. Pitch number one. Part natural-born killers, part sci-fi spectacle. This romp sees a mass murderer try to marry his psycho girlfriend while avoiding his bipolar arch-nemesis. 
Oh. Okay, you think you know. Okay, go, number, go do the second one. Number two. One roommate wants to express himself and make himself known, while the other is perfectly fine being neurotic and repressed. While they might seem like perfect strangers, they've got to get their act together if they want to stop their kids' killing spree. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. I don't know what that is, but it sounds fucking cool. Yeah, it does. Okay. All right, and pitch number three. This down-on-his-luck reporter has the scoop of the century when he gets a one-on-one interview with a notorious death row inmate. But when he unwittingly helps the killer escape, he's got to overcome the darkest parts for himself, as well as his iffy accent, and bring the killer to justice. Okay, I feel like I should know that one. I just don't. You thought you knew the first one. You had a look on your face like you Mm -hmm. knew it. Do you know what it is? I think so. Read the first one again, and then I'm going to give Kwame a chance to say what he thinks. Part natural-born killers, part sci-fi spectacle. This romp sees a mass murderer try to marry his psycho girlfriend while avoiding his bipolar arch nemesis. Do you know I'm, what it is? I, I guess I kind of completely uh, zoned out in the first part, but I thought it was Spider-Man. Oh, <laughs> I thought it, Spider-Man. I thought it was Deadpool. So, <laughs> oh, but she's not but, his ex-girlfriend, yeah, really, and doesn't have a roommate. Oh no, wait. he has a roommate in the second the, one. The but... roommate is the second pitch, right? No. Or the roommates in this roommates, one. Yeah, roommates in this one. Oh, never mind. See, Parker had... What if I were to tell you I've never seen Deadpool? <laughs> oh. I'm lying. I have seen it. But I... it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, then I'd be lying. <laughs> Whoa. All right, read the second one again, Sam. One roommate wants to express himself and make himself known while the other is perfectly fine being neurotic and repressed. While they might seem like perfect strangers, they've got to get their act together if they want to stop their kid's killing spree. I'm definitely leaning toward number two, but can you read number three? This down-on-his-luck reporter has the scoop of the century when he gets a one-on-one interview with a notorious death row inmate. But when he unwittingly helps the killer escape, he's got to overcome the darkest parts of himself, as well as his iffy accent, and bring the killer to justice. I feel like I should fucking know this. That doesn't sound like Ninja Turtles. (laughs) Are we just pointing out movies that don't sound like Ninja Turtles? I, I, I thought for sure that was going to be Secret of the Ooze. April O'Neil was the oh, reporter. Oh, of course, the reporter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but then the... Yeah. This does not sound like Of Mice and Men. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm definitely going to kick myself because I, I'm sure I'll know what all of these are and feel stupid. I'm leaning toward number two. Same. Well, let's do it. We're going to pick number two. All right. So the bit of a, a wrinkle that I have thrown in, like Gollum himself... All three of these pitches are for the same movie. Oh, shit! <laughs> Holy. Okay. Damn. He has multiple sides to himself, and I wrote three pitches for the same movie. The Which movie is? is Venom, Let There Be Carnage, directed by Andy Serkis with a dual, you know, a personality hero, Eddie Brock slash Venom. Wow. <laughs> I am so impressed. Well done. This is the first time that we've done that on yeah. the show. Because we've talked about like pitching movies again week to week. Right. But that was clever. Good job, Sam. Thank let, you. Let the record show that uh, I have not seen this movie. I, I haven't, haven't either. This actually came out just towards the latter part of last year in October. Yeah. So this will be the most recent movie we have reviewed. Now, Absolutely. I played the video game on Sega. <laughs> <laughs> There's any constipation so to you know. it. Any constipation? Any constipation. <laughs> I played the game on Sega. So where can we watch this? 
You can rent it on Amazon. I oh, okay. have ordered a Blu-ray with it and the first movie for like 13 bucks on eBay. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, so you can you can just rent it on Amazon. All right, for great. Five Venom, or six wait, bucks. Venom colon what? Let There Be Carnage. Let There Be Carnage. The one directed by Andy Serkis. This is... Uh, Tom, Tom Hardy, Hardy, Woody Harrelson, and some other I'm okay people. with Tom Hardy. You, you can stop after Tom Hardy. Okay. Yeah. Tom Hardy with an American accent? With a New York accent. Oh, it's going to be terrible. Yes. <laughs> Just, oh, yeah. Do yeah. not expect high art. It's like the only accent that Tom Hardy does flawlessly, obviously, is not an American one. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bad American accents. Also good spinoff series. Patreon exclusive episode. Bad American accents. <laughs> oh, my God. There will be so many. Um, <laughs> all right, guys. Well, next week, Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Yes. Uh, great. If you enjoyed this series, thank you for hanging out with us for many, 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 many hours. It's been great. Uh, let us know what you think. You can find us on social media at Storage Room Movie Boom on Instagram, Storage Room Pod on Twitter, or you can send us an OG email at storageroompod at gmail.com. And don't forget, so this is episode 36. At episode 50, we will be collecting, reading, and choosing a pitch supplied by the listeners. At this point, David. (laughs) (laughs) Correct. Uh, But if there's a movie that you guys really want to hear, that you want to watch and then hear us talk about, uh, write a pitch. Send it in. Done. And uh, we'll cover that for episode 50. But until then, thanks, everybody. You stay classy, San Diego. (laughs) Very nice. Love it. (laughs) Goodbye. Okay, bye.